What's up, guys? Thanks for pressing play on 90 Day Fiance. Crazy and love the podcast. I'm your co-host, John, here with my wife and co-host. She always makes the famous Czech classic penne alavaca for my family's Thanksgiving. The one <laughs> and only Teresa. Hello, everyone. How's everyone doing? If just a disclaimer, let's get the disclaimer right out of the way. If it sounds a little different, I hope it doesn't. But if it sounds a little different, that's because I am coming to you from an undisclosed location somewhere in between Russ and Pow and Robert and Annie. I am recording from my secret lair. And I'm recording from my secret lair. (laughs) Our home. Our home. Hello. (laughs) It is. I hope it's top secret. I hope you guys don't know where it is. But it is. It's uh, it's a little different today. It's remote, unfortunately. But we got to do it. I'm glad we live in this age of softwares and... 21st century. Exactly. So no matter what, we, we can do still it. get this done. Because there's a lot to talk about. It is Happily Ever After Season 6, Episode 5, I think. Yes, it is. I can't believe it's 5 already. Five. 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 And... Five for five. Five. Paul, is that Paul? Five for five? Five? Five, five? <laughs> Green, you get five. You take five. It's five for five. No, it's, uh, that's, that's neither here nor there. But it is. I can't believe you remember that. <laughs> Are you kidding? I think we memed about it. I think Possibly. we did. Possibly. I think Possibly. we did a meme about it. And I mean, hello, couponing. I'm hello. all for it. We've talked about couponing. We don't coupon, but we need to. That was probably our biggest fail of quarantine is that we did not start extreme couponing that would be fun that's what we should have done we would have so done money. that i mean i look for deals mm-hmm. and I, that's what paul was doing so mm-hmm. i just got two deodorants and oh. i got a third one for free hello look at you smell you don't forget even <laughs> looking at you smell you all right like be- lavender before we get into it we have to even though we are remote we have to do it let's see how it goes remote style but if you want to follow us on social media you can do that i suggest you do i do it no matter where i am i suggest you follow us and you can do that at 90 day crazy and love on instagram do it and on facebook do it and do follow it. us on facebook if you do want. it do it but guys do what it. action is happening on instagram yeah. this week has been a little tough due to our traveling so unfortunately we i got a meme go live i'm gonna i'm gonna post the meme before this comes out, I think. Okay. Figure out that math in your heads. Okay. <laughs> Figure okay. out when we're recording. <laughs> I'm confused what day it is, but we're gonna we're gonna post we have posted a meme. It is doing so well. Let me let me just say that. I have full <laughs> confidence. <laughs> I have full confidence in the meme that I can confidently say, even though it has not posted yet, it is doing so well. So Follow love us. it. Confidence is important. Follow us at 90 Day Crazy in Love and like that meme so that I am not a liar because I think it's doing pretty well right now. Yeah, guys, <laughs> smash that like button. Yes. Okay. But if you want to smash something, I would suggest <laughs> you smash the subscribe button on our podcast. Yeah, guys, smash it like it's hot. Smash it like it's real hot. That's the podcast like it's the we're asking. Hottest to button to. in yeah. the world. Yeah. Oh, I feel like we're all backwards, but it is what it is. <laughs> we're recording remote. It's going to be different. Love it for what it is. Okay. So smash that subscribe button. Subscribe to the podcast, the one you're listening to right now, wherever you're listening to it. Okay. And lastly, 
if you have not left a review. If you could take a few seconds, rate or review the podcast, that would be awesome. Yeah, like what you guys waiting for? What are you waiting for? What are you waiting for? What are you rating for? I hope you're rating this five stars. Yeah. I know someone who rated this podcast five stars. Oh, tell us. Tell I know, us. I know someone who did it. Her name is Sarah from the PNW. Ooh. I think that's the Pacific Northwest. Love it. Hello, Sarah. Is Hello. it Sarah with an H? Sarah. It is Sarah with an H. <laughs> I think it might be Mike from Mike and Natalie. His Sarah. Because she's from the Pacific Northwest, right? Is she? I thought she lives in like Texas. No. Oh, she might live in California, but Mike is from the PNW. Yeah. So Pacific Northwest. We know Mike listens to the podcast now, so maybe it's his Sarah. Oh, yeah. Oh, he sure does. Sour Patch Kids? Yeah. Really, Mike? Come ripping on, Mike. it we're off? Still, we're still thinking about that, Mike. Anyway, this is Sarah from the PNW, and she she wrote a great review. Five stars, titled, Love it. Smash It Like It's Hot. Smash It Like It's Hot. That's, oh, my gosh. That's the title. I love of, that she's quoting me. That's the title. Quoting me. Yeah, that's the title of her review. I love it. Aw. Well, there's more. Calm down because because <laughs> you're going to get very excited towards the end of this review. Okay. She says, you guys are killing it in the 90-day podcast game. What? If you're not listening, subscribe now. You'll be glad you did. Look forward to it every week. And then, I don't know if you have the ability to drum roll right okay, now. Okay, l- let me to- try. Okay. It's going to be tough because I have this like makeshift... Table. Yeah, we didn't we didn't roll out the full studio for Teresa since she's over there by herself. But let, let me let me let's try. see what she can do. <laughs> okay. it's a FedEx box with an otter. I think <gasps> it's an otter. Oh, Sarah! I'm pretty sure that's what it is. She wants to receive an otter in the mail. I love everything about this review it was one, one i love that sarah's basically like our manager just telling people to subscribe that's very true telling Thank people you, to sarah. smash it like it's hot smash it like it's hot. i love that she said it because i always say it and i'm always thinking do i sound stupid do people like it do people smash the buttons like it's hot i think sarah smashed or- it and I love it. I love it so much. So thank you. Thank you, Sarah. And thank you for <laughs> using the emoji and yeah. otters. We love otters. That's, we love that they hold hands. Otters are in the top three of our yeah. of our animal hierarchy. Animal obsession. Yeah, that's more like it. So thank yeah. you, Sarah. Yeah. If you don't know what to, to leave and you want to leave a review, just tell us what animal you would like to receive in the mail using emojis. Using the the box emoji and the animal you want yeah. to receive in a box. Don't come at us, PETA. We know it's probably not the best way <laughs> to transport animals, but this is just a podcast, okay? Don't take it seriously. Listen, I like kind of I kind of like PETA, but I follow them on Facebook and they post very disturbing images, so Ooh. I'm gonna unfollow them. Oh, okay. All right. Well, if anyone else wants to unfollow PETA, you can do that and then replace that with. At 90 Day Crazy in Love. So there you go. You'll maintain the same following number. Okay. Yep. A little 90 Day By The Way. Even though I am remote, I still come to you with By The Ways. Look at you. I offered John, hey, 
I'll do it. I'll take over. And he goes like, <laughs> no, no, she did not. She That's did not. my segment. Do not lie That's to our friends. Segment. Do not lie to our friends. You did <laughs> I'm not. I'm kidding, guys. I'm kidding, guys. This is all John. He loves his segment. Even though he takes over my segment sometimes. Mm-hmm. So I'm almost, I almost feel like next time I should just take over his segment. I'd be more than happy to take a week off. <laughs> it's hard. I don't think people realize how hard 90 Day By The Ways are. What's nice is now we have some friends. You know, we've built this nice little following. We have friends reaching out to us saying, oh, did you see this story? Do you know that oh, story? Yeah. So it's getting easier, but it's still, I take it very seriously. Yeah. And okay. I support I support you doing this. I, know you do. I support you. And you love the knowledge that I'm bringing to you. and to I really do. Especially because you never told me, you never tell me what you're going to say. So it's almost like a little candy for myself. Oh, a little treat. A little treat. <laughs> Let me see if you know this one because... Okay. This one I just found out today. Oh. Because oh. it was announced on The Single Life, which I did not watch, but I read up on it because okay. we always watch it together and I know. we're not I was together right same. now. I was thinking the same. Okay, so I have not watched The Single Life, but I have this tidbit. By the way, number 1, so much for that long engagement. Cole and Vanessa are officially married. That's great, I guess. I thought you were gonna say they're officially divorced or like <laughs> Or they never this, got married. Disengaged. I'm That's glad I'm not a say. betting man because I would have bet that they didn't get married. But they did. They made the announcement on the tell all, part two of the single life tell all. Oh. That according to Vanessa, is her name Vanessa? Yes. Okay. It feels weird saying Vanessa. I wanna say Larissa. Okay, Vanessa. According to Vanessa, they got married. A couple months ago, while on a road trip in Reno. So much for it. Oh, let's wait at least a year. I know, right? She was like, oh, shit. Uh, I don't think we're in a good place and we should probably have a long engagement. But uh, nope, let's let's elope while we're driving I mean, down the road in Reno. I feel like, okay, I might be wrong, but in Vegas, that's why people go in, in Vegas, because you can get the marriage license the same day. And get married the same day. In other states, you have to wait three days. In so most states. It must be a Nevada thing. Because they did so it in I was Reno. Gonna, I was just going to say. It must. Because Reno is this like tiny Vegas. I've never been. But I've seen pics. Yeah. There are a few casinos. And it's close to like Tahoe. So it must be beautiful. Well, so apparently they were driving down the road. Colt said, hey, you want to get married? And Vanessa said, sure, why not? So they got married by a little river. Like a chapel on the river. But Here's the shocking thing. Okay. Brace Shock yourself. me. Brace Shock yourself. Shock me. Mother Debbie did not know about it. <gasps> she was not there. She was not invited. She didn't, she didn't know it was going to happen. You want to be shocked even more? Yeah, I guess. Sure. She found out about it when we all found out about it <gasps> at the tell-all. At the tell-all. Burn, cold burn. That's what I'm talking about. Like, this is a tell-all. Finally, people are telling all. Oh, this tell-all. I mean, we've only watched the part one. I'm waiting for you to watch the part two. Yeah, wait. That's tell-all. They are telling it. They're almost telling too much. I'm like, like, whoa, you guys are telling too much. All the people on the OG that the previous season, the original 90 Day, should learn from these guys. That was not a tell. That was a tell nothing. That was a tell nothing. This was a tell-all. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So that's 
by the way, number one, Cole and Vanessa That's exciting. officially married. Good luck to you guys. You're going to need yeah. it. Good luck. You're going to need it. I'm wondering if that's the end of Colt on the 90s. He's just going to you know, be like, you know what? Like, pfft, I'm done with all this. Let me just try to find a normal job again. That's interesting because... And just be a regular person. They're such franchise players. I don't oh, yeah. see TLC letting them go that easily. I don't see Colt wanting to let go that easily. So they could do one of... Well, no, they could do one thing. I was going to say they could do Happily Ever After, but not really. Because they're not an international couple. Mm-mm. They would have to do a spinoff. They can do a pillow talk. They can do I don't pillow think talk. Yep. I want to watch a spinoff of Colt and Vanessa just because. Yes, you do. With Debbie. Yes, you do. Well, yes and no. But she is. I'm here for the foreigners, right? Mm-hmm. Nobody is a foreigner in this relationship. That's true. I'm pretty sure Vanessa was born in the States. Maybe. If she know. wasn't, maybe she was brought here as a young child. Yeah. But it's not like the 90 day you come here as an adult and you have no idea what's going on. We're you still know? we're still kind of into it, Teresa. Don't lie to our friends. We're, oh. we're st- we would still be kind of into it. I mean, I would watch it. Yeah. I mean, hello. <laughs> we, wa- we love the single life that had nothing to do with people. <gasps> the single life was great. Well, this was the single life, I guess. So Yeah. We'll watch well, it. Well, not Keep so it coming. single cold, Keep it coming. but yeah. Keep that fire hose of 90-day content coming because my mouth is wide open and I am ready for it. All right. You know what's crazy? Before you dive into I'm the I'm very excited one. about this next one, but yes. All right. No, I don't, so, yeah, you go, you go. I met a friend yesterday and she doesn't watch 90-day. Okay. But so I was kind of like telling her about it. And as I was explaining it, I started naming all the spinoffs. And oh, yeah. I caught myself thinking, oh my gosh, <laughs> it's a lot. And my friend just stared at me saying, that that sounds awesome, but where do I start? I'm like, I don't even know what to tell you. It's almost as you talk about it, you think, am I a crazy cat person? Because <laughs> you can have one or two cats, and you're not a crazy cat person. But as soon as you go three, four, five cats, you're a crazy cat person. It's like, if you just watch 90 Day, you're not crazy, but if you're watching 90 Day, Happily Ever After, The Other Way, The Single Life, Pillow Talk, Bears All, now you're the crazy cat person of 90 Day Fiance. Oh, totally. That remind me of a meme I saw today, right? There was a meme with like 10 dogs. Uh-huh. <laughs> and and the meme said, my husband said we don't have space for any more dogs. And then... Whoever did it, I guess a lady circled the empty spaces in between the dogs, oh. in between like 11 dogs. <laughs> yeah. And I loved it. It's like, you don't think you have space for 90 day, but you'll make it. If you come out, oh, you, exactly. yeah, you're coming out with foodie call, we'll find time to watch. Oh, we'll, yeah. fi- we'll find time to watch. All right. Okay. On to the next one. By the way, number two, the story everyone is talking about. If you haven't heard. Stephanie Davison, Stephanie of Ryan and Stephanie of Stephanie and Harris, right? Drunk Stephanie. (laughs) A few months ago, I think it was a few months ago, somewhat recently, she was on a local talk show in Michigan. It's called 8 West. It's like a Today Show. It's a ripoff of the Today Show. It's a lifestyle show, right? And it's on a local channel. Well, she was on it, and one of her appearances, she, she made a claim a claim she should not have made, and now she's facing the consequences. So she, as we know, she has her skin envy business. She, The whole thing is she has these shots, these injectables, and they keep you young and skinny and beautiful. Well, 
she was on there touting that injectable. It's called Samoralin. And she went a little too far with the benefits. Because on this particular appearance, she said it could probably keep you from getting COVID. Burn, Stephanie. Ooh, you went too far with that one. Way too far. I mean, Stephanie, you know that you know Pfizer or Moderna no. or J&J. Nope. I mean, she is a druggie. She is definitely <laughs> a druggie, but that's probably as, as far as it goes. What she actually said was, it can boost your immune system. These shots that she sells, these injectables, it can boost your immune system. She should have stopped at that because that yep. would have been okay. That's probably okay, right? There's probably some science. But then she doubled down and said, all of my friends got COVID, but I never did. And the doctors, my friends, the people in the medical field, they tell me it's probably because of these Samoralin injections. Ooh, okay. That's, mm. that's where you cross the line. Yep. Maybe, Big time. Maybe you got COVID because you stayed home. Maybe you got lucky. Maybe you got it and you didn't know. But it's, you can't just come out and say it's because of these Samoralin injections and doctors told me it's because of that. So that's, that's where she got in trouble. So now the Attorney General of Michigan... She's calling on Stephanie to retract her statement, make it correct, make it right, and I don't, I don't know what kind of trouble she can get into, but it's proof once more that this lady is just full of lies. Mm-hmm. All she does is totally. Lie. I feel like if she comes out and says, "I'm sorry, that was you know untrue. Um, I shouldn't have said it." If she apologizes and like withdraw. Her statement, I think she'll be fine. I think so. But I feel like she will be punished if she's not going to do it. If she says, no, I stand by this, then I feel like they can basically charge her or sue her. I think probably sue her. I think the worst damages she's done to herself by oh yeah, clearly coming out as a liar because we've seen it on the show. She comes out mm-hmm. and says, oh, I don't drink. I don't do this. It's like, we mm-hmm, saw mm-hmm. it. So now we know you're a liar. And now she's coming out and making these claims. And the state's saying, no, you can't make those claims. So once again, she's a liar. So no one's going to go to her for treatment to get and injected. that's exactly what I thought. I, right. I was thinking, wow. So she was claiming, oh, I went on 90 Day to promote my business. I broke up with... Ryan, but I still went on it to promote my business, promote my business, etc. Now, she basically killed her business. Mm-hmm. It backfired. It completely oh, backfired. Oh, yeah. So here's here's the crazy thing. And I want to shout out 90 Day the Melanated Way for finding this. Because I tried to find the actual clip of her making these claims, and I couldn't. I went to the 8 West YouTube page. I was looking online, and I found the video that I thought it came from. But it turns out that video was edited. So I don't know when, but the original video where she made those claims was edited to cut out that statement. And then they re-uploaded it to 8 West. But the Melanated Way found the original. And so Mm. you can see, you can see the edited version, the original version. And it's like, wow, like she knows it was wrong. And they edited it out. And she's trying to go around and go, oh, I never made that claim. I never said that. It's like, oh, the other good thing is apparently none of her friends use her products because she's like, none of my, all of my friends got COVID. They all got COVID, but I didn't because I, <laughs> so you're saying none of your friends trust you or use your products. Good to know. I'm, 
I mean, she says she's expensive, so maybe, you know, she's not the kind of a friend who gives um, a little coupons to her pals. Still. So they can't afford it. Still, if your friend had such a good product, you would want it, wouldn't you? But apparently I would, not. but I would want some sale on it. Mm-hmm. I'm like, girl, I'll try. Not paying full price. 60% off, at not least. Not full price. All right. Can you hear a siren in the background, or is it just me? It's just you, but I was, uh, I could hear someone was having a party outside in the car. Oh, I I don't know if you could hear that. No, no, no. Okay. Just wanted to be sure. And I'm not, maybe it might be the uh, fire alarm of this building, but. I hope not. I hope not too. Are you sure? I think it's outside. (laughs) Okay. I think I would hope it would be in my room, but. uh, Yes. I think it's outside. Let's. We're gonna let's keep ho- going. Let's hope. Let's hope. Let's, let's keep, keep going. going. If All you right, smell if I start something to, yeah. funny, stop dropping. Just run. Roll. Stop dropping. Just roll. run, and I'll I'll keep going. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Good. I, I love your dedication. All right. Always. Let's talk about the reason we are here. Sunday night, ninety day fiance, happily ever after. Question mark. Even remotely, we can nail that in unison, in harmony. The question mark. Because it is. It's a big question with a lot of these couples. Oh, yeah. With a lot of these couples, it's an exclamation point of not going to work. But we play the game. We do the question. We go happily ever after. Maybe. We don't know. Let's find out. And we play the game. I just love. Oh, boy. Oh, my gosh. All right, I got to go. <laughs> All right, we are back. False alarm. Fall, everybody, calm down. everybody calm down. There's a false Oof. alarm. <laughs> That's what happens when we do these remote recordings. You never. I was having so much anxiety. You never know. Teresa has fixed herself a drink. She is going to calm herself down. I'm okay. We are all good. We are back in business. And we are here to talk about what we were about to talk about. <laughs> Which is Sunday night, 90 Day Fiance, Happily Ever After, question mark. Question mark. Wow. Once again, With authority. With authority that time. Oh, yeah. Okay. Good thing I don't have noise-canceling headphones. (laughs) Let's just say (laughs) that. Oh, my gosh. Let's just say that. Good thing I I don't have noise-canceling. I was so anxious for like 10 minutes waiting for you to tell me what's going on. It's all good. It's all good. Let me... Cheers. Cheers. I also fixed myself a drink. Cheers. That is not why we... No one pulled an alarm so that we could fix a drink. We just... (laughs) We're medicating ourselves now. Okay, hold on. Take a sip. Okay, I am properly lubricated to begin our first couple, Angela and Michael. Which is the first you time. You always... No matter matter where you are, you always do Michael. I could be in a five-star hotel, and I will still yell... Michael, <laughs> <laughs> I would love if if we had some ninety day fans staying on either side of this room, and they're like, "Wait, all right, I know who he's talking about. I like, know what's Ma- up." Michael and Andrew, is that you? <laughs> Did he make it? Did he make it to the? Is he in Florida? Yeah, I'll tell you guys I'm in Florida. You guys figured that out when I said where I was before. Yeah. Did he make it? No, he didn't. It's just me. It's just the Andrew, ninety day. Show crazy me your boobs. <laughs> is is Michael pulling on Angela's boobs in the room next to us? I mean, let's let's possibly. talk about it because let's talk about possibly it. Possibly not. Is there but even? Let's get into is it, it. 
are they even pullable anymore? That's the question. Are they even pullable anymore? Because, yeah, we're picking up the doctors. They're trying to wake up Angela after the surgery. It's the classic scene on 90 Day Fiance where someone goes under and then they got to wake mm-hmm. him back up. Just Open blow, your eyes. Blow cigarette Open smoke in her eyes. face. She'll wake up. Oh, yeah. I was just gonna. I was just gonna say that you know you should you should have just like light up a cigarette, yeah. and she's gonna be like mm, nicotine. Crack a crack a can of coke. It's like oh, Ooh, I'm yeah. awake. I'm awake. Someone say Angela. I'm here. Yeah, but she was struggling. <laughs> she was struggling, but she finally woke up, looking a bit rough to say mm-hmm. the least. She looked like she underwent surgery. She looked like she was under anesthesia for four hours. As she did. But here's here's where I got nervous for her. Okay. She wakes up. Her first question, she goes, where's Mike? She can't even muster up a, Michael! It's just, <laughs> it's just where's Mike? Right? She couldn't even, uh, she didn't have the energy for the cult. It was just Mike. No cult. I'm sure it hurts. You know, she had a boob surgery. I've never had one. Mm-hmm. It looks painful. But I have, performed, I have performed on your breasts. It wasn't a boob surgery, but I have performed. Let's not go there. Okay, because not. Our parents we haven't seen each other. Like... We haven't seen each other in several days. So that's oh, yeah. Saying. That's, that's going to be a different <laughs> Zoom call. Uh-oh. Hello. No, that's, we'll get there when we talk about Ronald and Tiffany. We'll get there. Did I interrupt your thought? I'm sorry. Um, I don't know. You said yes, she, was, she was struggling. She couldn't even get out of Michael. Oh, was I was pain, gonna yeah. say, I was gonna say, her legs were very pale. Oh, well, she's very pale. Yeah, but like her legs were so pale. Look who's talking. I don't know. Like, it, it, look who's talking. I, this girl lays yes, out yes. at the pool once, and she's like, "Yeah, this girl's look at so pale." I am also very pale, mm-hmm. but I, I like to think I'm not as pale as Angela's legs because if I am, it's pretty. I pale. have a problem. It's pretty pale. So. She finally wakes up. Dr. Obang me gets Jojo. He has fantastic news. He has great news. Big tit Angie is still in business. <laughs> no need for a name change. BTA is still in business. She lost about four pounds through surgery. Two pounds a boob. Two pounds of breast. The good news is, she's, as Obang me says, her boobs are still voluptuous. Mm-hmm. She still has a solid double D. So it's all good. It's all good. It is, but it almost like changed my perspective on how I look at the human body, right? Uh, Are you ready? Yeah. We all go up and down a couple of pounds. It depends how much water you drink, how much mm-hmm. water you pee out, how much food you eat, right? Mm-hmm. But he took out two pounds or well, four pounds of fat, which I feel like is a lot. Yeah. It's not just like some, it's something that was sitting on her chest. That's a lot. I mean, she she had heavy breasts, Teresa. The yeah. Heavy breasts. So JoJo goes back to see Angela, who can't even talk. She doesn't want to FaceTime Michael. She's out of it. And then the nurse gives JoJo some instructions, which nobody wants to hear, especially Angela, <laughs> which is a clear liquid diet for two weeks. Not just that. She also said, no soda, because oh. <laughs> it's going to make her gassy. Yes. We, yes. Well, yes. no soda. What, what is she going to drink? Clear liquids for two weeks. 
Angela does not drink water. I go listen, and <laughs> the surgery is amazing. It still blows my mind, but the surgery is amazing. I'm not taking anything away from that. It is necessary in many cases, but if Angela just properly followed the prep and the post-op protocols, she would have dropped so much weight without oh, yeah. the surgery. You know, if oh, anyone yeah. did a clear liquid diet for two weeks, plus however many days she was supposed to beforehand, it's like, and again, that's not the healthiest. So no, but the whole thing is just mind blowing to me what she's having to go through. Listen, all she had to drink was like some nice so- soup, smoothies. Nah, she can't do smoothies. That's not clear liquid. It's not? No, it's, I can't even oh. fathom what you're allowed to drink. Water. Okay. Uh-huh. Vodka. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> no, what else is clear liquid? It's crazy. I mean, I feel like she can have like chicken soup, just the, just the broth. broth. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. Angela is going to wish she never woke up. She was so scared of that anesthesia, she's going to wish she stayed under. She's going to be like, no soda? Oh, no sugar? no. I was going to do it, but thank you. Saving me some energy. Yeah. So, okay, they finally get Angela into the Uber and they head back to the hotel. And this is the only time Angela is going to wear a face mask in that Uber is when she's unconscious. Yep. It's the only time in the entire trip. Did you hear even Angela's good friend or a bestie, Jojo, said she is worried that Angela's not going to keep up the diet? Of course, because she knows Angela better than anyone. Oh, yeah. But I feel like JoJo wants to be on her, like on top of her, on top like, of yeah. her diet. JoJo needs Not a purpose. Not on top of her. Well, you never know. You, know? you <laughs> never know. JoJo needs a purpose. She seems like that person who, I don't know what she does or did for work, but she found a new purpose, and that is to kind of be Angela's life coach. And I think oh, she's, yeah. I think she's going full force into that. And I think Angela needs one. Oh, for sure. Because I'm sure it's tough. Like, it's tough to go from one thing to another like this. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And I actually did this when I stopped smoking. It's tough. I just stopped. Cold turkey. Because it was the only way to do it. I tried smoking less and less, but I was still smoking, right? Mm-hmm. So you, this is the best thing, shock therapy, throw people into a pool and learn how to swim. <laughs> well, here's the other reason I think it's difficult for Angela is because it's become her identity, right? It's become, she is big tit Angie and even more so these days because, oh, what does she keep in her bra? She is this persona, this mm. person, right? And I get that. You don't want to change what everyone's come to know and love and what made you who you are. And so that's probably even a bigger struggle for her. Even like, okay, I know I have to get healthy and and that's going to be difficult. But what's really going to be difficult is losing this persona that I've created over years. I think that's the struggle. For sure. But think about it. You and I, we go hiking a lot. Mm-hmm. Imagine having the heavy backpack with food and drinks on your Instead of having on your back for a few hours, yeah. having it on your front forever. You're That's the one, how she must have felt. You're the one who says, oh, when we have kids, we're just going to wear baby Bjorns and go hiking with them on us. That's the same well, thing. Well, yeah, but I mean, unless the kids, you can do this for like a year and a half. 
then the kid's gonna learn how to walk a little. You hope? You can still, you have this little thing you can put them on the back. My parents used to do, my parents used to do that. It's like this little seat mm-hmm. that might, it looks like a backpack. My dad used to do that. We went hiking all the time, right? Yeah. But again, the kids are gonna grow out of it. Angela's boobs, they were sitting there for years. We're gonna have to get so many things. When we have kids, we're gonna have to get the Bjorn, the backpack, the baby leash. It's gonna be so many Oh yeah. So many accessories for this baby. <laughs> anyway, it's the day after surgery now. Angela and Jojo, they're at the hotel. Jojo has come back. I don't know if she said food or whatever, but it's drinks. She brought back drinks because that's all Angela is going to be having for two weeks. Yep. And I'm glad she's Jojo, who seems to be kind of responsible. Yes. You know that show, like, Scared Straight? You ever? No. What is it? People who were kind of getting mixed up with the wrong crowd, and then they'd have, like, prisoners or ex-prisoners just yell at them and scare them straight so, like, they wouldn't... (laughs) Go to jail. Angela's going to be scared skinny because she's just going to have Jojo on her back, mm-hmm. which is what you need. You need yeah. a friend like that. I'm still very curious about this stomach thing. What do you call it? A bypass? You yes. call, do you call it a bypass? Yeah. Basically, um, yeah. And does it mean it's supposed to make you less hungry, right? You're going to shrink your full. stomach. Oh, yeah. That's, that's what happens. But I've read that you can break it. Well, that's why I don't think you can have soda because the gas, the expansion. Yeah. Again, not doctors on this podcast. Just let's no. put that out there. Not doctors. I did read an article a few years back, even like before we knew about Angela, that like a guy actually had this. He lost all his weight, but then he kept eating, eating, yeah. eating, and uh. he actually expanded his stomach again. No, it's a super serious surgery, and that's why it's very alarming the way angela is approaching it it's like you're not taking it seriously at all this is a very serious surgery that's the thing i feel like i feel like i know it's it works but you have to do the job too it's not you have to do it sure it's not a magic surgery yeah and then i'm skinny they're gonna staple staple my stomach but i can just eat and do whatever i want it's like no they're gonna staple your stomach to help you yeah Get to your... They're going to kickstart this thing. Yeah. And you better hold up your end of the bargain. Exactly. Even the doctors were saying, hey, Angela, it's going to be easier for you to work out, to be healthy. Like They're not saying, oh, this is it. It's like Mm -hmm. you have to put the work in too. And I feel like then it's up to everyone to take it seriously. So nothing really happens. She doesn't want to FaceTime Michael, which is probably good. The way she's out of it would probably... It'd be very alarming for Michael. So it's probably good. She doesn't. She holds off. She goes back to obeying me for a follow-up. And now she's just complaining about how small her chest looks. And obeying me is like, all right, like once you lose weight, your boobs will look big again. Well, yes. But also I was going to say, first, I looked at her. I'm like, oh, my gosh, her boobs are tiny. They're in a, in a bandage. I was going to say that. They're compressed. That- Yep, exactly. Thank you. Compressed. Compressed. Doctor Obeying me said she still has like double or triple Ds, which is huge. That's still huge. She was not impressed because she was compressed. You know, that's the start of my new song. (laughs) Yeah. Nice. But yeah, oh, still a double or triple D, which is great news, but it's also alarming because how do you not know the actual size, Doctor Obeying me? Double or triple? I would like specifics here. 
Well, I feel like double and triple D. There is once no you get that such... big, it's just a blur. Just yeah, a there's blur not boob. like a huge. D. If he was like, oh, she's like thirty two B or thirty four D, that's a big difference. And I would be oh, like, well. yeah, are you even no, a doctor? Goodbye. Yeah, but she did say, now I'm itty bitty titty, Angie. Ooh, mm, nah. Ooh, she's not feeling that. <laughs> so, well, because of Michael. So they go to call Michael. They're all there. Group call. It's 1 a.m. in Nigeria. She calls Michael. I guess it rang twice. And she's like, what took you so long? What took you so long to answer, Michael? You getting to BJ? You better not be getting to BJ, Michael. He's like, it's 1 in the morning. I'm sleeping, Angela. Relax. If nothing, you don't mess with Angie. Nope. Not itty-bitty titty Angie. Not big titty <laughs> Angie. No, no Angie do you mess with. And once again, Angela puts on Dr. Obang me to go Michael to Michael with him. <laughs> and he, Michael explains what happened, tells him what went down, says, your woman is still working with the, with the triple D. So everyone calm down. Everyone relax. We still have a triple D here. Okay. And Michael goes, I don't think this is big. It's not big enough <sighs> for Michael. Oh, Michael. He looks... He looks very confused or very tired. One, like I think when he wakes up, he's going to think it was a bad dream. He's going to wake up the next morning and be like, Whew, like <laughs> oh my gosh, I thought Angela had like a, a smaller chest. But that's the reality of the situation. You know what's interesting? And this got me thinking, actually. All right, Michael is so into the boobs and he was so worried about Angela getting the surgery. I feel like, he does think that, oh my gosh, Angela's going to get skinnier. Her boobs are going to get perkier. She's going to leave me. I don't know. I think he likes Big Tit Angie. I think he's a BTA fan. Well, yeah, but Triple D. Huge. Give me a break. Humongous. D's. Can we be very honest here? D's are very large. Very large. Right? Like, if you see a D... You go, look at those boobs. Like, these are very solid. I, ne- I can't judge. I don't look at other ladies' boobs. But when I go bra shopping, I see the D's. I literally mm. think like, oh, I could use it as a hat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Please don't. Please don't. It's a large bra. It's a large bra. Okay. It is. Angela and Michael, that, that brings us to the end of them. Unless you have anything else to say. I felt like you wanted to talk more about bra shopping, but maybe not. I feel like I'll save it for save it. for a future. Save it for, for when we're talking one on one now with our friends. Let's go. <laughs> let's go to Libby and Andre. Let's okay? do that. Yes, Libby. Oh, Libby. She's at home. She's making dinner for Ellie. Andre's still not home. He's at his first day of work. Right? Remember, everyone. He went to work. He got a job. Mm-hmm. So he finally rolls in, and he is worked up. I was so annoyed by it. Libby's attitude. Libby's like, oh my gosh, I had such a difficult day. I had to work. I had to reply to some emails and I had to take care of Libby. I'm I'm exhausted. Like, girl, you work for your dad. She she was like, Well, Andre comes in and he's like, Oh, it was really tough. Charlie was giving me shit. Like Becky was there, blah blah. And it got very went from zero to a hundred and half a second, and Andre's freaking out, and Libby goes, I hear what you're saying. Like, I hear it. I understand. Like, you had a day. But also, I had a day. Like, working and, and she goes, feeding Ellie. Oh, I 
I need uh I need like a babysitter. I need a nanny because she had to feed Ellie. That was what pushed it over the edge is that she had to feed her daughter. Well, also she works for Chuck. I'm pretty sure her responding to emails here and there or picking up some phone right. calls. Give Ellie some toys. She's gonna give you a break for <sighs> for an hour or two, right? But even if not, call yeah. Chuck. Say, hey, Dad, having this kid at home, I'll. Do my work later. I'm sure he'll be okay. So they're arguing back and forth. Ellie is crying, clearly because her parents are, I don't even know, cannot support or do anything to better her situation. They barely feed her. They're arguing back and forth. And Ellie's crying. Andre goes, give her a cracker or something. Basically, like, shut her, like, put a cracker in her mouth, shut her up. Father of the year, Andre. Maybe you <laughs> plus, two stop screaming and then she'll stop crying. Plus, on top of all this, he was cursing a lot. And listen, she's tiny. She probably doesn't understand it. Yeah. But give her a few years. She's going to be saying and walking around saying, fuck this, fuck that. Hello. Yeah. Hello. I mean, let's of be course, honest. Of course, that's the household she's being raised in. It's. It, uh, it frustrated me so much to see that scene. Because, like, first of all, why are you guys freaking out out of nowhere? Like, no, there's no need to be this heated. Yeah, you went to work, Andre. Sorry. You know, we all have we all have tough days at work. I'm sorry, Andre. You worked. Oh, my gosh. Good for you. Not even that. Like, you worked. Right. We all work. Yeah, you went to, a, ho- you went to a house and Becky showed up and now you're crying about it. Oh, my gosh. And then Libby... God forbid, had to feed her child. It's ridiculous. Yeah. And so, okay, yeah. Becky with the good hair. Becky with the B-E-C-K-A-H, right? They were spelling it Rebecca when he was saying it. Yeah. I was like, wait, is that how you spell it? Because respect he, if it is. And she was like, Rebecca. Yeah. I Rebecca. Like, Why? I was like, her name is definitely not spelled like that on her license. Maybe she changed it to that, but her name is definitely two C's and an A. Rebecca. Yep. Yeah, I think so, too. So, okay, yeah. So Libby had to feed Ellie, and and that's too much. So she needs a nanny. She needs extra help. And Andre's like, what? A nanny? We don't want strangers with our kids. We don't know these people. We can't, we can't get a nanny involved in this. Well, that's a very European way of thinking. In Europe, not many people have nannies. There are some maybe, you know, richer families yeah because they've all been exported to the u.s to be au pairs maybe but also and i'm just talking about the czech republic but i know that other european states have similar rules when you have a kid in the czech republic the kid is born right Mm -hmm. you can stay home for three years oh three years you're home with your child czech republic only we're talking about the czech republic only here yes again it's it works in a different state, but I don't know the rules exactly, so I don't want to talk about it. You can in the Czech Republic, you can stay home for three years with your child. The state is paying you, I think it's probably seventy percent of your old salary, whatever you were making before. That's if crazy. you were unemployed, you still make the minimum wage. Mm-hmm. And what's even more important, your boss has to hold your spot. And here's they the crazy part. They cannot hire you. We they talked have to about hire this. someone. People become career, like, child birthers because 
you can just go three years and then have another kid and go another three years. So you could have three kids over nine years and never have to go to work. I'm pretty sure about it. Yeah, um, well, don't don't question us about this because we don't know. Not doctors, yeah, not immigration lawyers. All I know is that my friend had a had her first kid. She was home for three years. She went to work. Crazy. And after six months, she got pregnant again. Yep. And now she's still home. So Crazy. I believe that. And I know she's getting money from the state. So we don't need nannies because when the kid is three years old, it can go to preschool. Okay. But so regardless of that, and I appreciate and find it hilarious that Andre says that, because I think the real reason is you don't have money. How are you going to afford to have a nanny you guys don't have any money to hire one so you can use you can use the excuse oh we don't trust strangers you don't have the money to hire a nanny i don't think i don't i think that's i mean listen libby doesn't want to be a stay-at-home mom she still wants to work for a chuck then andre, now, should andre stay wants home. to work for a chuck well then andre should stay at home and he should be he was the nanny. home and he should be the nanny. you know Libby wants, Libby loves that her husband works. It's sexy. Oh, so sexy. Her words. Yeah, I know. So sexy. Oh, so, so sexy. Oh, so much sexy. Oh, so much work. Oh. Yeah. I don't know. But I don't know. Here's, at the end of the day, they all work for Chuck. Yes. All I'm going to say is if Libby needs a nanny because she had to feed her kid while she was responding to emails, you need more than a nanny, Libby. You need an attitude adjustment. You need a wake-up call. You need more than a nanny. Okay. And also learn this one little thing that's called multitasking. Multitasking. Exactly. So Multitasking. New day. Libby and Andre, they're headed to an immigration attorney because apparently Andre wants to check in on the status of his permanent residency. All right. So this is the moment I wished... You and I were watching this show together because I have so many questions. I'm sure you do too. So many questions. I'm going to start with this one, right? Mm -hmm. I feel like Andre has been in the US for so long. They got married three years ago, I'm pretty sure. Yes. And then, and I kind of did the math afterwards, right? They got married three years ago. It probably took him a year to get a first green card. And then, it starts counting from the day your first green card is approved. You get oh. two years. Oh, so it okay. makes sense. It took him a year. We have to, don't forget that you and I were very lucky that we got approved within three or four months. Yep. That's usually not the case. Yep. So he waited one year, got his temporary green card, and now it's three, it's been another two years yeah. and it's expiring and he has to reapply, which that's what you and I have been going through right now. Okay. But I think. The way Libby framed it was we're going to check on the status of this, right? Which means we've already applied and now we're waiting. They applied to take the conditions off the green card. They're waiting for the next one. But it's not like, oh, let's figure out how to apply. Let's get our paperwork and our evidence in order. I think they already submitted all that. So this is where I'm going to disagree with you. I first saw the same yeah. after she said it, but I don't think she said it correctly. Because when they get to the lawyer, the lawyer started saying what they need to apply for and a second where, green card. And that's where I think they were just doing it for the storyline. Because I don't buy it because 
on the way there, they're like, we're going to go check on the status of the application. Hmm. If there's a status, that means, well, you've applied and now you're checking because Andre is like, I think COVID is delaying the process. You know, Brandon thinks COVID's speeding everything up. Andre thinks yep. COVID is, is delaying the process. So they're going to check on well, it. I think it's a plot point. I don't think it's legitimate. So in that case, that doesn't make any sense because once you file the paperwork, you yeah. should be receiving the letter that's going to extend your current green card yeah. so you can work and travel. But lawyer cannot check on your case status. Lawyer cannot just talk to the immigration. They don't care. You have your little code that you can go online and check your case status. Lawyer cannot do anything at this point unless you get bad news, unless you get denied, unless they request more evidence. There is nothing a lawyer can do to check on the status. My, My note, my entire note about this segment was this could have been an email. That's how I felt. That's how I felt That's about this. So true, and I love that you just yeah. said it. Yeah, so I, true. I don't. I take it with a grain of salt. I don't necessarily love buy it. this. She didn't say anything groundbreaking or anything that could affect their situation or their status. The one thing she did say that was okay. You got to think about it. Is Andre doesn't have the best employment history, so like he has none, right? So that's something to consider. But everything he else never worked. Yeah. But everything else is like all right. Like, doesn't have any impact the Mm -hmm. reason i think they had this scene is because it creates importance it puts importance on andre keeping his job with the family business Hmm. because her raising the fact oh you don't really have a great employment history your resume is not too deep you need a job okay well now high stakes that you keep this job with the family business because if you lose that job, well, now it's going to be more difficult for you to get your status or keep your status. So I think that was the plot point of this whole meeting. Interesting thought. Yeah, I have to agree. But I have another another thought. Okay. Are you ready? Oh, so ready. Okay. Okay. So they went to see the lawyer, right? As you said, it could have been an email. Yep. And... Basically, the lawyer doesn't really give them any information besides telling them what they have to submit. But then she shows them all this paperwork saying, yes. you need <laughs> hundreds and hundreds of pages. It's true. It's true. But what I was kind of questioning was, they were like, oh my gosh, so, so much paperwork. It's, But it's not, you don't need as much for the second green card as you needed for the first one. Yeah. So did I think- they do the first one? I think it's just everybody loves props. Props make everything better. And she whipped out this entire stack of paper and like slammed it on the desk and was like, this is what you need. And we're like, oh, that seems like a lot. But it's it's true. It is totally true. You need a lot of evidence. But I'm just saying she didn't need to whip out someone else's case and throw it on the desk and be like, this is what how put your evidence next to this one. Oh, it only comes up like halfway. Not going to happen. No, it's just props for props sake. Well, yes, but at the same time, she is the real lawyer. So oh, she's she good. I looked her up. Like almost five. Telling stars. the truth, right? Yeah. She needs to be very truthful to what she's saying because she is an actual lawyer. So the fact that she was saying, "Oh my gosh, this is really difficult. It's very scary. It's very easy to be denied." Yeah. Right. Well, that that was kind of scary. I did. I did like what she said, and I thought, okay, this is probably true. Um, what did she say? She's like. Immigration has gone from how can we help you to what can we find to deny you? And I was like, oh, that's really Mm -hmm. interesting because 
that that there's probably a little bit of truth to that where yes. who knows 10 20 30 years ago it was like yeah come on you know land of opportunity yes. show us what you got and now it's like all right what can we find in mm-hmm. your background that we can use to deny you and listen i'm all for legal immigration i'm all for let's make sure these people are in i hope you are (laughs) yeah me yeah of course i mean have you have you met me you are a legal of course i am you are a legal immigrant a yes but not illegal a legal yeah yes of course no one should break the law exactly so i'm definitely against illegal immigration but yeah but i do um, believe what she was saying yes they're trying to make it more difficult or they're trying to find ways to keep people from legally immigrating. Yes, but it should be only, okay, let's make sure this couple is legit. If not, then let's take some actions. Let's be very honest. Let's be very honest. We know people who have scammed the system. Yes, we do, unfortunately. So it happens. And and I I disagree with it. Some of the people I know personally... And I, when they told me what they're doing, I was like, well, I don't, you know, I don't agree with this. It makes it harder you for do people you. like us. It makes it harder for people yeah. on and I'm 90 very vo- I'm very vocal about this sure. because this is how I feel. Yeah. It make, John and I are real deal peeps. So are some of these couples on 90 Day. And believe us or not, it's getting harder and harder to go through immigration. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Should we move on? Speaking of people who have a hard time with immigration, yes. Tiffany and Ronald, the wild wolf, the wild wolf polishing his motorcycle boots and helmet, Skype at Daniel, <laughs> my boy. He oh, Skypes, boy. He Skypes Daniel multiple times a day, apparently, and now we know why. And now I know why oh, he does. He's being sneaky. I don't like it at all. Me neither. I feel bad for Daniel, and I think, okay, he's playing this role like, Oh, I'm such a I'm such a good dad. I call my I call my boy three <laughs> times a day. Yeah. Well, we know why. Because you're as trying John to, just said. You're trying to get him to do your dirty work. You're trying yeah, to you, get Daniel to convince Tiffany to do what you want. Like and, literally guilting him into uh, talking to mom. And I used to think they had such this good relationship i was like oh my gosh they're like friends and a great father-son dynamic and they talk every day but the conversations that we're seeing they're not appropriate this is not appropriate for ronald and daniel this is a this is a ronald tiffany conversation that's Mm -hmm. happening here he came across as very pushy almost a little aggressive for my taste while talking to the kid so let's talk i mean Ronald's talking to Daniel and he's telling Daniel, if my visa is approved, I'll go to the States. Great. But if it's declined, you guys are going to move to South Africa. And Daniel doesn't want to. He doesn't want to leave his family. He doesn't want to leave his family. He doesn't love the idea of moving away from friends, right? Everything he knows. And here's Ronald, who I think Daniel does look up to and Daniel respects and Daniel loves Telling him like, no, you guys are going to come. Like that, you guys are. If it, if I can't come to you, you guys are coming to me. Like, period, end of sentence. And I don't like it. It rubs me the wrong way. That's not. That's not for Ronald to be doing. That's not his Same. place. No, it's if it's Ronald, really bad. If Ronald and Tiffany want to sit down together and have that conversation with Daniel, great. 
But otherwise, if it's a one parent conversation, that one parent should be Tiffany. Oh, totally. And especially because Ronald, as we all know, he doesn't really send them any money. He doesn't really help out. And I get it. Okay, he doesn't have a good job. He's basically doesn't have a job. He just found a temporary one. He's doing his best, right? Yeah. But he should not be putting Tiffany in a position of her flying with two kids who will need their own seats mm. <laughs> to South Africa. Basically, that's buying your concern. That your, that's your concern is that there's not going to be enough seats for everyone. No, no, no. I'm saying buying three full plane tickets. It's not like he can have. She can have Carly on her lap I anymore. I don't She's think it's big. a monetary thing, though. I don't think you don't. No, I don't think it should come down to. I think it comes down to commitment and effort and, and principles and principle and yeah i don't think it's money money is money and some people have it and some people don't but you can always have principles you can always put in effort no matter how much money you have so i think that's what it comes down to true some people have money some people don't have money but when you have kids you have to think about the kids first yes like do you want to feed the kids for the next two months or do you want to fly to south africa so kind of a it's kind of a tough question, right? Well, here's at least that's how Ronald look at it, look looks at it. Here's where it gets it weird for me. It shouldn't be a tough question. It gets weird because Ronald tells the camera he's not going to do the long distance thing forever, and he says if his visa's declined, he's going to try to get custody of the kids in South Africa. It's like, bro, you're not. You have zero chance of getting custody of the kids. Do we know if he adopted Dania because he started mm. saying kids? Like both uh, kids. I don't think so. Is no, I don't think so. I mean, I Carly like is obviously married someone. Yeah, no, Doesn't Carly mean is that his. you adopted them. No, if you had a biological child, one parent could get custody over yeah. the other, right? And so the fact that he thinks he's going to get custody over Tiffany, who's the main provider, the mother, the lover, mm-hmm. right? Like, yeah, come on, that like Carly was, like, was born in the states. Yeah, exactly. Tiffany is the one who makes money. Tiffany is the one who has home for the kids. Yeah. He is basically unemployed. He's he has struggles with addiction. Quarters. Yeah. He would never win. And then here's what really rubbed me the wrong way is at the end of the conversation with, with Daniel, Ronald goes, all right, I'll see you in South Africa soon. Okay. I'll see you in South Africa soon. And to me, that was like an F you because it was, I'm going to get my way. Bye. I'm going to get my way. Bye. You're you're coming to South Africa. Bye. See you yeah. here. Not I'm coming to you. Not, oh, we got to figure out what's going to happen. It's I'll see you in South Africa soon. Bye. Whoa. Well, not necessarily. That wasn't decided. That's not necessarily what's going to happen. So I, I didn't like that at all. No, I don't like Ronald. He wraps me the wrong way. Yeah, I want to like him. I want to like him, but he's given me very little to like about him. No, I don't like him. And I know he sometimes apologizes to Tiffany for his acting and behavior. But I feel like he apologizes and 10 minutes later, he does the same thing. Yeah. Yep. So. He, need, he needs to mature a little bit for sure. Yep. So, New Day. Tiffany does say the past couple of weeks they've been better. Ronald... He got the job, and so finances have been better, so they argue less, so things are looking up. But still the question around the visa, and that's causing stress. So Tiffany is meeting up with her sister, Laura, for drinks, and 
I can't even tell if they're related because I can't see Laura's shoulders. How am I supposed to know if they're related if I can't see her shoulders? Well, that's a funny thing. I didn't look at the shoulders, but I thought they look very different. (laughs) They do look different. But also, I'm sure Tiffany looks different without that makeup, without that A++ makeup. Tiffany has like a darker skin and i'm saying in a sense that darker hair darker eyes mm-hmm. looks she has more darker tan. features yeah yeah dark, darker features thank you i don't know if she tans but i feel like it's like her natural yeah. like you have you have darker features oh, than me yeah, darker features yeah yeah no i just i i judge that family by the shoulders and i could not see the shoulders so how am i how am i supposed to know i'm taking her word so maybe she's from the dad side yes father does not like to show his shoulders Mm-hmm. Let, me, let me tell you that. So here's what we do learn in this conversation. We learn Tiffany and Ronald are having phone sex. Lingerie on, door shut, mommy daddy time. Oh, phone, yeah, mommy daddy sex. time. <laughs> yeah. So that's positive. But then we learn something negative. Tiffany tells Laura she's been keeping something from Ronald. If Ronald, if his visa gets denied, if Ronald's visa gets denied, unlike on that phone sex call, Tiffany is not coming. Yep. She has no chance. No chance she's going to move to South Africa. I mean, I wouldn't either. No, she said if it I wasn't was safe. Tiffany? She was scared every day of her life. And she doesn't want to do that to her kids. Yeah, no, no, no. Totally. I totally agree with her. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm with her, too. So... Well, I mean, we'll see. She again, things things you don't need to be telling your sister, things you should be telling Ronald. Like have Ronald's having conversations with Daniel that he should be having with Tiffany. Tiffany's having conversations with her sister that she should be having with Ronald. Yeah, that's very true. So the reason I guess is she's she's scared Ronald's gonna relapse and so she doesn't want to give him bad news. She just wanted to be responsible for that. But, listen, you're adults, you have a child at stake here, and you need to communicate. Yes, but she also says something interesting to her sister about Ronald relapsing. Right, she doesn't want to break the news and be the cause of him relapsing. She doesn't want to give him a reason to run back to his old ways. And I, Did I get we know that. that? Yeah. What do you mean? We what? did? What? Did, did we know that Ronald relapsed? Yeah, I think yeah, I think we knew that. But really? She doesn't want him to do it again. Yeah. She has way too much patience with him. Yeah. I mean, they do have a child together now, and love is love, and I want the best for them, right? They have at least one kid together. I want what's best for them, and I appreciate Ronald is making an effort. He's got a job. He seems to be making the right steps and making progress. But the communication needs to be fixed. And hopefully the visa is approved. But if not, when you have children at stake, you really need to think about what you're doing because it's more than just yeah. you. And so I'm, I'm hoping for the best. To see. Yeah, I'm very curious to see if they approve the visa. Because, again, he does have a criminal record. They approved but, Andres. Well, yes, but they also are married. They, We all think Andre apparently has 
bodies buried in the backyard and they approved well, yeah but i don't think he ever had no, a legit criminal record Ch- I don't, chuck otherwise does. your best friend chuck well, thinks thanks well andre would be killer. here he wouldn't be here because they go deep yeah. and if they found out anything illegal they would grill him he would have an issue so i feel Absolutely. like unless it's just the storyline if actually something happened no one ever found out about it. Andre can talk about it, right? Yeah. But there's no evidence. No, I think Andre's I think Andre's is a bit of a storyline. I think Ronald does have a checkered past. Oh, he always sure does. I mean, wasn't he in jail for all the robberies? I think so. Or maybe he was I, I think know. he was in jail and rehab and I don't know. And it's on the record. Let's move on because we're not sure. Let's move on. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Let's talk about Kalani and Oswalu. If we have to. Yeah, we, we do we're have legally, to. Uh, we're legally obligated to talk about them. So Kalani and her mom, they're home watching the kids play. And there he is. There he is walking in father low. It's good to see him. <laughs> Took five episodes, yeah. right? It's good to see him. I want, They were saying, oh, father low is home. I wonder what, what he's doing. Like, he's what in is California he? working. I just wonder what he's doing in California. Like, yeah, why what is, is yeah, what's why he doing is in California? His wife in what's he doing in California? And is that where his game room is? That's my question. Is that why he's <laughs> out there? You know, why are you always away from your wife, Father Low? I very true. I was nervous that he got rid of his chin pony. I thought that was gone, but it was just hiding under his mask. So I was glad to see he still had his signature beard, if you can call it. I was that. just gonna say it's his signature style. Absolutely signature. So he wants to grab some coffee. He wants to go with Kalani and get some coffee. He wants to discuss some some things. Because it turns out Kalani's mom told Lo that Kalani and Asuela, they're having issues and divorce is on the table. I guess thin walls, am I right? Uh, no, I think I think Kalani tells tells her mom these things. I guess. They seem like friends. They're all sisters. Yeah, they do look like sisters. They're all sisters. And so divorce is on the table, but in Samoan culture, divorce is not looked favorably upon. So that's why Lo wants to get involved. He wants to talk to Kalani and be like, hey, let's see if this is really what you want to do. So they sit down and Lo just lays it all on the table. He says, I heard you're talking about divorce and we don't really look favorably upon that. When you get married, people change a little bit and they need to change and they need to work things out with their spouse especially when children are involved yeah that's very true plus their culture yeah mainly it seems like mainly for low it's the culture and he wants kalani to fight for the marriage he says divorce should be the last resort he says divorce is for people who give up i thought you were stronger than that well Yes, very true. But in the same time, I, I was kind of, I kind of paused that a, it seems what Lo was saying seems like hundred years ago, right? Oh yeah. And two, he doesn't like Asuelo. Well, that was my question <laughs> because it's like Lo had such issues with Asuelo before, and he's like, oh well, it's strength not to get divorced. And I'm like, no, it's like settling not to get divorced because last season you did not like Oswell. You thought he was terrible. You had to go on a walk and talk and we all thought you were going to 
murder him and bury him in the desert. And now you're like, no, you got to stick with him. That's what strong people do. And it's like, wait, that's what you want for your daughter? I think it's settling. I don't like that, Low. I don't like Maybe that. Maybe he found something in common with Asuel, so now well, he likes did. him. They did. Well, we know we, they did, let's talk yeah. About, let's talk about it. They do have golf in common, so let's talk about let's talk about that. It's a new day. Lo and Asuelu, they're going to play golf, and I will say, Asuelu is a way better golfer than I thought he was going to be. It um, literally is what I was thinking watching him golf. You thought this is way better than I thought he was going to be. Yeah, oh, I, yeah. I expected him to be, you know, chasing after a ball, not even using the golf thing. It's the fact that he knew Obviously. how to hold a golf club. I was like, well, that's better than I expected. Club. You see, I don't even know what it's called. Golf club. Thank you. The golf club. I didn't think he's going to know what to do, but I was surprised. I know. Good for you. I'm surprised when he's driving. Oh, let's not even talk like, about that. That freaks me out. Does he sit in the car seat? That freaks or? me out. <laughs> I'm sure Osweiler looks like a guy who plays a lot of mini golf. So maybe that's he's pulling from his well, mini golf experience. Oh, was saying that their national sport is cricket. It's very similar which, to cricket, which is not similar, at all, yeah. I don't think. But okay. Well, cricket, you have you have like the holes above the ground that you make, right? Like these makeshift it, little yeah, gates. I, I'm pretty sure cricket is not like a golf club and it's not a golf ball. Sure, you hit I it. I think it's similar. I think it's a it's wicket. It's very British. I wonder. I think Samoa is the U.S. territory, at least some islands. Maybe the rest is British. Oh, because I don't this know. cricket is British, but like cricket is more of a paddle and a bigger ball. But yeah, it's still eye hand coordination, I guess, which no one expects yeah. Osweiler to have. I but feel like good. if, yeah, and I, you know, Lord didn't say, oh, oh, our national sport is skiing. This is very close. <laughs> yeah. So I can, I can see the similarities between cricket and golf. It's kind of close. Yeah. So they're out there. They start talking about what's going on between Asuelu and Kalani. And Lo, Lo brings up how Kalani is leaning pretty heavy towards divorce. And Asuelu's like, what? I didn't know that. I literally was thinking, wait, wait, wait a minute. Last time you guys talked, Kalani said, I bring up divorce all the time. All the time. Like, does he listen to her? Or maybe he didn't know what divorce meant like but he probably thought like oh it's probably like oh go to your game room i'll call you <laughs> back for dinner I'm getting divorced go play your game <laughs> i i mean a lot of questions my main one was why are you bringing this up low because even if he did know that it was an option it's like is that up to low to really broach and be like hey I want to talk to you about divorce with my daughter. It's like, that's not really, it has nothing to do with you, Lo. You're not involved I in this. I feel like, I think the only reason why it's okay for Lo to kind of jump in is because Lo is Kalani's dad and has been in the U.S. for a long time, but he also is from Samoa. So he understands the culture and everything. Yeah. So I feel like in this case, it is okay for him to get in and try to talk to Kalani and also as well see where they're at and help them fix it. I if it was guess. any other parent, I would be like, 
you're overstepping your boundaries over here. Let it up to us. It was very but, weird to me, especially because of his reaction when he's like, I didn't know that. It's like, oh, really? Like, <laughs> whoops, low kind of surprise. You blew it I a little like bit. I feel like Lo is not just a father-in-law. He basically is his father figure at this point. Maybe. How much time do they even spend together if he's always at his game room in California? That's a good question. Right. My main question is, okay, they always speak English when they're being filmed, which mm -hmm. I'm, it makes sense. Do they speak English when they're not being filmed? I mean, I don't know. I'm sure Lo and Asuelu speak their native tongue. but Lo's been here for years, and they made it sound like he met his now wife in high school. Yeah, I feel like Lo doesn't even have an accent. No, no, no. So I feel like he was brought here when he was a kid. I don't know how old. Yeah. But he's been definitely here for a while. Yeah. yeah it was kind of a snoozer segment, but Asuelu says he's not considering divorce at all. He wants to work on his communication and move forward with Kalani. Let's see. I mean, it's a toxic relationship, but what relationship right, is not toxic. a 90 Day Fiance? It's nothing new. We're used to it. Well, the non-toxic people don't renew that's true. They go on with their lives. They answer the question happily ever after? Nope. They're on one season or one season probably just the original one and it's, that's it. Well, it's sad to me because you watch these couples right, and most... Let's keep going. Oh, I think there was a glitch. There was a glitch in the Matrix. It's okay. You froze. There was a glitch. It's okay. Yeah, I was you just, froze too. I was just saying... It's sad because we watch this show and most of the couples are not in healthy relationships and it's normalizing unhealthy relationships. And people are going to watch this and go like, oh, out of six couples, five are so toxic. And I guess that's normal. I guess that's normal. And it's not. That's a good. That's an interesting point of view. Huh. Let's okay. talk. Let's talk about this next couple who is so borderline like. They are you love you love to see them together. They're a real couple. They have love for each other, but it goes toxic so quick. Sometimes there are these toxic moments and it goes back and forth. So Jovi and Yara. Jovi and Yara, they're hanging with Mila at the apartment, waiting on Mama Gwen. She's gonna roll up because Jovi and Yara, they're gonna get that taste of freedom that they've been yearning for for so long even though they went out last episode for lunch, this is like their big going out at night moment. I've heard that it's tough for new moms, especially when it's your first child, to go out for the first time and leave the baby with yeah. someone else. Oh, I believe that. I totally believe that. It makes it easier when the babysitter rolls up with polo presents because Mama, yeah. Mama Gwen came, came in hot with some gifts. I mean, why not Gucci? Why not? Is that what Yara's? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, I. She's like po Polo. Why not Gucci? I didn't. Maybe I didn't get her humor in the beginning, and now I think she's being sarcastic, and I appreciate it. <laughs> but, oh, I think she definitely was being sarcastic. But at first, but I was like, I actually think she's a legit question. Why like, not Gucci? I think she expects. Well, <laughs> if JoJo was bringing the gifts, it would be the Gucci. Oh yeah. Wasn't her purse Gucci? I think so. Yeah. yeah. Posh Jojo. So, yeah, Mama Gwen takes over. And Joe and Yara, they head out to the Old World Wine Bar with fashionable with decor, serving premium bottles and a vent of bar bites. The tasting room. 
the tasting room in New Orleans. Yeah. Jovi was being all romantic, pulling out Yara's chair. And he's like, am I getting lucky tonight? Am I? Ooh. He's pulling out her chair. Next thing you know, he's pulling out his D. It's like, everyone calm down, Jovi. There's a new mom. Well, her vagina is uh, not ready just yet. Well, okay. TMI time. TMI time comes right now. <laughs> because we learned the last time Jovi and Yara had sex was the day before Mila was born. And Jovi... And I've read. I've read about this technique. Well, okay. I was going to shame Jovi for thinking he was a doctor because he was like, well, I think it triggered Mila being, you know, like when you wiggle something in your drain to unclog it, it's, you know, me having sex with Yard sort of loosened up the passageway and out came Mila. I don't even think it's enjoyable at that point. You're just kind of trying oh. to like poke the baby. What do you mean? He was like, it wasn't good sex. We had a, <laughs> we had a big old ball in front of us, but that's swamp life, baby. You Ooh. do what you got to do. <laughs> it was on one episode of Friends when Rachel was about to give birth, but the baby wasn't coming out. They suggested her and Ross should have sex, but they weren't oh. together. No, thank you. But they almost did it, but the water broke. You Yikes. guys, if you know Friends, Yikes. you know what happened. <laughs> but yeah. this is not the first time me hearing about this technique. Yeah. Yeah, if you can call it that. So then Jovi brings up how he's got to leave for work sooner than expected. He has to leave in a few days. And here's where I'm going to take issue with Jovi. You, you say, I have to leave in a few days. How about you tell her when you have to leave, right? Give her a date. A few days could be two days. It could be five days. How about you tell her like, oh, I got to leave on May 22nd or whatever it is. Well, maybe he cannot be specific on the show, but he could still say, I'm leaving in four days. Right. Like, oh, it's it's really frustrating to me because if you told me that, I would be like, wait, huh? Well, when? When exactly? Like a few. If you told me that, I would cry. I'm leaving in a few days. Well, Yara does start to cry. She does start mm-hmm. to cry. Let me do a little quick outfits this segment. Oh, I was waiting Are you for ready? It. Yeah, I was waiting for now. I love how outfits I love how segment. we were like, we're just gonna reserve outfits the segment for tell-alls. <laughs> and ever since that, it's like, can we do a little outfits the segment? <laughs> well, I call it the sneaky outfits the segment. So it's mm. not official, it comes and goes. We don't go through everybody. We just we Ex- highlight exactly. a few. We highlight a few outfits exactly. and here we go. Outfits the segment. So Yara's earrings. Okay. You remember those big gold <laughs> bright earrings? No. I I was just looking for some earrings on Amazon because I am crazy when it comes to earrings. I lose them all the time. And I found Yara's earrings Whoa. for nine ninety nine. Whoa. That's out. I just segment. searched for yeah, well, tell fashion people what, earrings. Tell people what yeah, what should we search if we want to find these? Fashion earrings and scroll down a bit. Okay. <laughs> Real precise here on Elf. It's the segment. How many scrolls? How many? Two, three scrolls? How many are we talking about? Just a few. Just a few. I just, honestly, I wasn't looking for them at all, but I ended up seeing them. And I did look at Yara's earrings. I was thinking, okay, would I I like those? But Mm -hmm. I feel like they're too big for my head because my head is kind of a small small head. It's a small head. So I don't think I can really go there. But... They popped on my Amazon search. So Beautiful. less than $10, guys. Beautiful. Just search fashion earrings and keep scrolling. <laughs> okay. 
so Yara, she starts to cry. And she makes this interesting analogy to me. She says, her life in America is like a game where the longer you play, the levels get harder and harder. So I didn't get it. Oh, I totally got it. And I liked it. Like level one is always super easy, right? You can pass level one, no problem. But by the time you get to level 10, it's super difficult to win. And what she's saying is when I moved here, it was so easy, easy. I'm this pretty girl. Everyone loves me. But then I got married. That's a little bit harder to be in a relationship. Then I had a child. That's even harder. And the longer I'm here, the harder it gets. I 100% this. Agree. Oh boy. This statement is so incorrect that I can even like it's Wait. literally the exact opposite how I feel. I know, but you have a different circumstance. Yes, but I still came Her here at some point. It was so difficult. I don't think she's it was saying so difficult. I don't think she's saying as a foreigner the longer I'm here, the harder it gets. I think her specific situation is I was a single pretty girl. Then I was a married woman. Now I'm a mother. It's getting harder and harder for her. Okay. Okay, okay I can see. Now I, was, I can see. I told it. Yeah, I'm not. I, no, I don't think it's, oh, the longer you're in America, the harder it gets. Her specific circumstance. Okay. I kind of misunderstood because I thought she's talking in general. Like, yeah. oh, when you come to America, it's so easy and it gets harder, which. No. Again, if this was the statement, I'm totally disagreeing because yeah. it only gets easier. Well, the thing I didn't like about what she was saying is she goes, when I was thinking of marrying Jovi, I was not thinking I would be a single mom for half the time while Jovi was at work. And I'm like, well, you knew what his job was. Mm-hmm. Like That's how you met him. So you should have figured this out. Like, that's where I don't agree with you, Yara. Yeah, she knew it. Plus, she knows he makes decent salary. And that's how they managed to travel prior to. Yeah. You know, prior to her moving to the States. Yeah. So I don't understand where she's coming from. I get it. Must be tough being sure. alone, being basically a single mom for a few months mm-hmm. here and there. Mm-hmm. And I but get once this. I, I, I was going to say, once this COVID 19 is done, her parents can come. Exactly. She can go to and Russia. She, it's going to get better. And that's kind of a cool plan like that was her whole thought before covid was yeah my husband leaves for a month at a time i'm gonna go to russia like that's a beautiful thing if you can afford Mm -hmm. that cool he goes away i go see my family so you see your family you know six times a year seven times a year for a Mm -hmm. month at a time that really is the best of both worlds that's very true and that's not happening now and she's struggling with it and she she goes i don't know how jovi could have thought this would work but it's like this is how Jovi was raised. His dad does the same job. And so it's not foreign to him at all. He knows it can work. He's seen it work. And so I get it's troubling for her, but she kind of just needs to like relax, trust the plan. COVID's going away. It's getting better and everything is good. You're going to find your groove. Oh yeah, totally. She'll get there. Okay. Are we done with, are we done with them? Let's, I think we are. Okay. There was we a, are. We apologize. Couple boring couples, but now, now it's about to get good. It is about to get really. Oh yeah, this really was my good. favorite part of this whole episode. Let's talk about uh, this lovely couple, Mike and Natalie. Natalia. I don't know if you guys just heard me open that bottle of whiskey, but listen, when I'm in a hotel room. 
podcasting about 90 Day Fiance, and I thought I was about to perish in a fire. I'm going to treat myself to a... Treat yourself. To a do drink. it, do it. Okay. I am. What treating. whiskey are you drinking? This is a Michter's. This is a Michter's bourbon whiskey. Mm, very tasty. Nice. Very tasty. You know what I'm drinking? You are drinking Costco tequila. Oh, hells yes. Guys, <laughs> if you're tequila drinkers and you have a Costco membership, get that freaking silver Costco tequila because mm-hmm. it's the bomb. And this is this is how I'm going to sell you oh, on it. Yep. I'm, I love tequila. That's my drink of choice. But I'm very spoiled when it comes to tequilas. Mm-hmm. I love good tequilas. I don't drink just any tequilas. But this one, somehow, it's really good. Okay. So uh, that commercial break brought to you by Costco. Thank you for listening. Right, we wish. Not a sponsor. We wish. Not a sponsor. A Costco, sponsor of our life. Hit us up. A sponsor of our life, not a sponsor of this podcast. Yeah, that's where all our money goes. Okay. I heard that car. Yes, I did hear that car. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> okay we are back. We are back from commercial break, though. We are back from commercial break. Oh, are... <laughs> my gosh. That was just out of control. <sighs> Very honest on this remote podcast. Okay. It's it's not what it You've heard it all. is, guys. You've heard it all, you've heard it all tonight, all. guys. You've heard the fire alarm. You've heard the cars. You've heard the bottles opening. You've Who knows what else you've heard, so. Very transparent on this podcast. All right, let's talk about Mike and Natalie, because this is where it got good for me. Okay, the time has come. Mike and Natalie, they're on their way to Oklahoma for Thanksgiving. And not just that, not just Thanksgiving. Who knew Mike and Punkasaurus have similar birthdays? So he's thinking, Mama's got some sneaky celebration up her sleeve for the both of us. Yeah, first I thought they're driving to Oklahoma, but they're not. Yeah, I was like, I'll take a big blue. They're I driving see to SeaTac, and they're going to take Airport. off from there. Yeah. Seattle International. <laughs> so Mike is very happy to be going to see Punkasaurus. Natalie, not so much. Not the happiest. Mike's like, roll down that window, throw out that negative energy. Oh, Mike, yeah. Mike. <laughs> yeah. Didn't he creep you out how he was again like, oh, this fun, kind of creepy voice like, oh, Natalie, Natalie, isn't that you're you're so cute in the morning, like basically like poking at her and she was just annoyed because she's not a morning person. There's nothing. I'm not a morning person. And there's nothing, nothing. I say this unequivocally. There's nothing worse than a morning person in the morning when you are not a morning person. It ruins your day. I'm like, shut up. Shut up. Okay. I'm not happy. I can go both ways. I can get up and talk and I can get up and not talk. And you appreciate it about me because you You know know. I don't talk to you You when you wake up. You can read the room. Some people cannot read. You see the bags under my eyes? You see how they're like half closed and I'm not saying a word? Yeah. Follow suit. Please pipe down over there. But, but also, when we travel, it hypes me up. So I usually, sure. I'm the one who gets up first. Sure. I'm the one who packs all the snacks. I'm the one who loads the car. And in the meantime, John gets ready. Well, that. But I, like, uh, I always get so pumped up. That was Mike. Mike was very happy to be going to Oklahoma. Natalie, not even sure she's heard of Oklahoma. She goes, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know about Oklahoma. Um, the Wizard of Oz. That hoe is from Oklahoma, right? <laughs> she. I swear that I didn't first understand what she was saying. So I don't think Mike did either. She's like, Oklahoma, the wizard of Oz. The wizard yeah. from Oz. 
The, that, and yeah. Michael's like, what? That skank Dorothy? Wi- Wizard of Oz? Yeah. Yeah. And he goes like, well, that was Kansas. <laughs> let's, let's start with that. Yeah. <laughs> let's start there, Natalie. Um, and then, oh, Natalie. Then he's like, oh, are you going to make your famous dish? Golovsky, you're going to make your famous dish for Thanksgiving? And, okay. I looked. Yeah, he was the annoying morning uh, person. I looked this dish up. I looked it up. Everything checks out. It is a famous Ukrainian dish. It does take four hours to make, but I could not find anywhere that said it needed to be made by Ukrainians. <laughs> nothing, nothing said traditional dishes should only be made by native people. I could not find that. And Natalie. Don't you have a whole YouTube channel where you cook Japanese and Italian dishes? Don't you? Don't yeah, you what's cook? up with that? What about the whole native dishes should only be cooked by native people? I didn't. I don't know. When it comes to sushi, Natalie should probably listen because her giant sushi Ugh. not not Ugh. good looking. She was mukbanging that thing. You cook your traditional. Yeah, I feel like that. You cook your traditional penne vodka for us at Thanksgiving. <laughs> yeah, my traditional <laughs> your Czech, Czech Italian penne, penne vodka. vodka. You made that for us last Thanksgiving, and it, I did. It was all the rage. People could not stop talking about your penne vodka. <laughs> I don't know why. So you, traditional. I don't know why you don't cook a Czech dish. I would. I do. I make schnitzels. Oh, you could do schnitzels. Could you do a turkey schnitzel? I can. Yeah. You could do a. To- you could totally do a turkey schnitzel. Well, my parents. Yeah. And I was gonna say I can make you. I I was thinking of making goulash, yeah. which uh, you would love. It's basically it's a freaking meat sauce, but it takes it takes time. Have you heard of galupsy? No. That's a that's Natalie. It's like stuffed cabbage. I was looking at. Oh, that sounds good. Pork turkey. I used to go to this Ukrainian place in New York in the East Village. Yep. It's called Veselka. Sure. And they have these like the best pierogies. And my coworkers from New York, we all loved it. So we used to go there. And that's where my goodbye party was when we moved out of New York. I didn't know we were doing entrees the segment. I did not know we were going there. Give me a heads up next (laughs) time. I was just like, when talking about Ukrainian food, all I can (laughs) think about are pierogies. And it's funny. We have pierogies are not Czech. Pierogies are Ukrainian slash. I thought they were Polish. No. Ukrainian slash Slovakian Hmm. slash Polish. Okay. All right. Throw that Polish. Not Czech. People in China don't. We don't make pierogies. You do dumplings. But oh no, that's yeah, yeah, that's a little different. Czech dumplings, yeah. But I do love pierogies. So okay, let's move on. I used to love going on. there. Now I'm hungry. We're done with the entrees for a second. Let's move <laughs> on. So they finally make it to the airport. Tensions are high. This is not good. Natalie is stressing about seeing Trish, and Mike's not really acknowledging her concerns. So cut to Oklahoma, Punkasaurus. Walking up to the airport, happy birthday balloons in hand. And she tells love the, it. she tells the, she's balloons. prepared. She's prepared. I understand. Oh, we should let's use this as a moment to shout out our friends. And there were many of them who wrote to us, who messaged us and told us why someone would buy a welcome back balloon. Oh my gosh! Thank you so yeah, much, guys. Like Jones we, woo, was mind we're blown. Dumb. We are idiots. We are dumb. We could oh, not figure listen, it out. Listen, listen. I had a few good good <laughs> guesses. I, you were so out of it. I'm gonna blame it. And here's here's why you use a welcome back balloon. It's someone was out of the office 
for a surgery or a pregnancy or whatever, and they come back to the office and you have a welcome back balloon. Great reason. Or sure, if you have kids and you're a student and you want to have them come back after a break or summer, welcome back, right? I'm going to blame it on the fact that I haven't been in an office for over a year. And and so I wasn't thinking office. I wasn't thinking welcome back to the office or welcome back. That's what I said. That was my thing. No, you said you said welcome back home from college. Yeah, okay, okay. That's great too. But that's welcome home. No, it's welcome back. Okay. Whatever. Thank you to our friends who clarified cuz you guys were right, we were wrong. So thank you for that. Happy birthday <laughs> balloons. Very clear. I understand what that's for. Punkasaurus has a couple. And she tells the camera, I guess Mike and Natalie, they've been married about seven months. I'm not very happy about it. Let's just say, I don't think they're meant for each other. Okay, Bunkasaurus. I have to agree with Trish. Okay, Bunk, I see you, But let's, let's see let's how see. it's going to unfold. So out walk Mike and Natalie. And Mike is way too excited. He's making like Bojangle noises. He's like, hey, mother. He's like, oh mother he was so in an airport very excited to see mother punkasaurus natalie not so much that's an awkward hello for natalie so awkward and i love how when natalie is uncomfortable she compliments people's outfits <laughs> i literally it's i was thinking back and when she complimented Bo, uncle Bo, Bo most but she was man. like Oh, I love your shirt. And yeah. Trish goes like, "What? What about well, it?" Because either Trish, either Trish doesn't believe the compliment, or she's never. Well, received, I don't think she does. I don't think she's ever received a compliment before. No, I don't think she believes it. I don't think she. I think she's just being like cold what a, as biatch. What about and it? She doesn't believe it. What do you like? What about it? Is it the it's mustard beautiful. stain? Is it the mu- is it the musky scent? What do you love about my shirt, it's Natalie? Beautiful. No, Natalie. It's beautiful. Natalie just goes like. Oh, God, so nice. <laughs> no, she said it's beautiful. Oh, really? <laughs> yes. Have you watched the show? I mean, I was falling asleep. I'm sorry. This I she woke up during this It's segment. beautiful. And I I died laughing. I'm like, just is it? Awkward. Yeah. Is it beautiful? It looks good on Kurt Cobain. <laughs> then just awkward. <laughs> then just awkward silence. And did you see when they left the airport, Natalie jumped on the luggage and made Mike pull her. It's like such a child I, move. She's such a child. I loved it. I'm definitely going to do it to you next time we travel. No, please don't. It was so childish. It's like, grow up, Natalie. You're 30 something <laughs> no, years old. No, I wouldn't old. do it. You're 30 something years old. Give me a break. So they get, to, they get to Mama's house, right? To Mama's Hill. And this is where my favorite part of this whole 90-day begins. So, okay, obviously, we're remote right now, so we watched it separately. And Teresa texts me. Let's call it. Yeah. I was just going to say, let's call it Trisha's House, the segment. Trisha's House, the segment. Well, that's, well, come on. This whole, this next block (laughs) is going to be Trisha's House, the segment. But what you texted me was like, did you see that swell dog? And I had <laughs> I had not watched yet, and I was like, no. And then I text I texted you as I started to watch, and you're like, have you seen that swell dog yet? And I was like, no. And you're like, well, let me know when you see that swell dog. And I was like, okay. And little did I know, I had to wait until like the last 15 minutes of this episode. Yeah, I know. To see that swell dog, 
they go to Poncasaurus, they go to Trisha's house, and there is such a swell senior dog. Swell senior dog. That's what I told you. Such a swell senior dog. I don't know if we got its name. Did we find out? I don't think we did. I just called it a Labrador. It's like a Labrador, like retriever, right? I think it was a lab. Yeah, yeah, a little golden retriever or something. But it's such a swell, swell dog. And that's where the swellness ended because you walk (laughs) inside and you see all these ceramic piggy banks. Trisha's house looking like a flea market. So many piggy banks. And listen, when I was a child, I tried collecting a few things. I tried collecting piggy banks. Nothing stuck. Nothing stuck the way this did. I had like four. Then I tried collecting dinosaurs. I, I I have a good amount, but nothing stuck. Let's just put it this way. Trisha's house looked like an antique store having a going out of business sale. Oh my gosh. And the first thing I said was like, it looks like an antique store. I would probably go to <laughs> trying to look for something. Were, probably not buy anything, but sure. There were hippie door beads like hanging in the door with metal chairs. Like And it's like just when we thought oh. that Trisha's hair was out of control, we got to see her house. Can I be honest? My yes. one of I have many notes about this segment. One of my notes was, "Oh, who knew Trisha's hair was the most normal thing about her?" <laughs> That's basically what I was trying to say. But I love, I love that we thought the same yeah. thing because we did. Again, we did not watch together. Yeah. So. so okay, yeah, there was an old baby crib in the living room. <laughs> what? Like what? Is it for the swell senior dog? What? Is it from Mike? Why do you have an antique baby crib in the living room, Trish? Okay. Maybe she found it in an antique store, and now it's in her antique home. Best part. Natalie walking around with the birthday balloons, and these are loud birthday balloons. But everywhere Natalie goes, the birthday balloons blend in. Like, you don't even see them because there's so <laughs> much garbage in the entire place. Okay, this is ridiculous because... I didn't see the birthday balloons. Exactly. She, I was just exactly. looking at everything exactly. else. Natalie was holding them the entire time and you could not see them because the place was a disaster. What a disaster. So, okay. Punkasaurus walks out with this birthday cake and does a very creepy rendition of the happy birthday song. She doesn't sing happy birthday like normal people sing happy birthday. She, it went something like this. It went something like this. Happy birthday to you. You're at mommy's. <laughs> what? Like, you're at mommy's. Well, did you see? Did you see the cake said happy birthday, Mikey and mommy? Gross. It was so gross. And that candle had about, ew, ew. That cake had 50 candles on it, which was very alarming because that house looked very flammable. Those tchotchkes could go up at any time. And that thing was yes. torched to the brim. Yeah. And then they I mean, and then they forks cheersed. Or whatever, they fork cheersed the whole speaking thing. Speaking of a vagina cord, there is still uh, one happening between Mikey I think and I saw, Mommy. I think I saw a vagina cord hanging in the corner, a couple antique vagina cords. <laughs> it was Listen, unbelievable. Jen and I our birthdays are very close to each other, right? Mm-hmm. We never share a cake or anything because we always love to celebrate it as separate people. Yeah, two but two last... chances to party. Exactly. Last year, we got one cake. One cake. And we shared it. And when John wasn't thrilled about it, 
I'm like, share with me. He's like, okay. Oh, Mikey and mommy. <laughs> Mikey and mom. We talked about the whole mommy thing last podcast because you were like, oh, I call my mom mommy because maminka and like check mommy. It. It's like mommy is mom. Like, like <sighs> matka, mother. Mommy, <sighs> mom. Dude. Ma- and maminka Dude. is mommy. Like ma- keep, mommy, mommy. Keep calling her punkasaurus if your other option is mommy. <laughs> she should at least make her hair look like punk. Uh, punk. Punk. So I don't know. Punkasaurus is such a cool dino name that uh, Trish does not deserve it. So they're eating their cake, and Natalie brings up she doesn't love living in the woods because Natalie she wants to work, she wants to socialize. She's a very energetic person, and she can't do what she wants and swim. Mm-hmm. And then Trish goes. Well, have you thought about doing translation? And Natalie's like, yes. And I'm like, okay, that's interesting. That must have been a conversation that's been had before. Because for Trish just to be like, oh, have you thought about translating? And Natalie's like, yeah, but I want to do what makes me happy because we deserve to be happy in life. I'm like, oh, you guys have talked about this. Natalie can't translate. I was just going to say she cannot translate because her English is not good enough. I wouldn't. Because literally at first, I thought Trish was going, have you, forget about work, Natalie, have you thought about taking English classes? I thought that's kind of what the conversation was. Mm -hmm. But it was, no, have you thought about being a Ukrainian translator? I'm like, huh? I need someone to translate Natalie. How is Natalie going to translate someone for me? But Natalie only has one life, and she used to be a model, and she used to be an actress. Oh, a journalist and everything. A journalist. And I'm like, I'm questioning her because, okay, how do you go from journalism to acting to modeling? Right. You're not good at any of those things. Yeah. Yeah. Does she have an education, or is this something she made up, like her cooking skills? or I don't know. Here's here's what I'll say is... I had a by the way set. I had a by the way set before Colt and Vanessa got married. That took precedence. Once I found out that they were married, I was like, well, that's a by the way. My by the way was going to be Natalie released one page of her book that she's writing. And she is she writing it in English herself? It was a by the way episodes and episodes ago where she was looking for a editor to help her write this book or translate this book and i was like oh wow she's writing a book and it's all about her experience in america well on instagram if you go back a couple posts she posted she posted like a page of it yeah she posted a page of it so okay so well i didn't i didn't see it but natalie writing a book i cannot see i can see her hiring someone who she's gonna talk to and that person's gonna take notes and write a book about her. Yes. Natalie yes. writing anything is not like, gonna, not gonna, no, 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 so, no. So they finish up cake. Trish is like, you want to see where you're sleeping? I mean, Trish and Mike finished up the cake. That's Natalie true. doesn't want to eat cake. That's true. She Natalie doesn't, doesn't like eat cake. anything. Natalie's that's, not. That's, and doesn't drink anything. Maybe a little bit of sugar and some alcohol would relax her. It's a shame that Natalie doesn't need Angela's surgery because Natalie could do that. Liquid, clear liquid diet for two weeks. She's like, I've been doing it for 30 years. Not even that, but she is this sober vegetarian. 
the worst. Uh, <laughs> the worst. It, the only thing that would make it worse is if she was a morning person. So thank goodness she's no. not a morning person. I was going to say the only thing that would make it worse is a sober vegan. <laughs> <laughs> so we just lost one listener. I'm sorry, guys. We love we'll you. If it. you're a vegan and veg- vegetarian, we okay. still love you. And then, and then Trish is like, all right, let's, let's, show you the, let's show you the bedroom. And this bedroom did not disappoint. This bedroom did not disappoint. It had another hundred pigs. <laughs> and it had quink, a sign. Quink, 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 quink. Uh, oink, oink. Oink. Go back and listen to the last episode. Quink, quink, if quink, you're confused quink. why pigs are quink, quink, quink. quink. No. Oh, I almost wish we, we saved this for this episode because it's almost <laughs> we weren't more planning accurate. It. We were not planning it, though. But it had a hundred pigs and it also had a sign that said, Home means mom. And mom means love. <laughs> I saw it. <laughs> where where does where Ooh. does Trish shop? Mom gets the vagina cord right there. At least they didn't say home means mommy and mommy means love because that would have been creepy. I think she shops at <sighs> like home goods for yeah, mommy goods. People with one child. Mommy goods. TJ mom. Which would be my mom too. TJ mom. TJ mom. <laughs> Let's just, this is it. Let's just stop recording and that's it. No, we have have one more stupid couple to talk about. (laughs) One more stupid couple. Brandon All right, let's talk about these foreigners. Speaking of moms, mom doesn't, Betty, mom, Betty doesn't make an appearance in this, but she's always, she's ever present. She's ever present. When I see Brandon, I see Betty. And we see Brandon and we see Julia and they're meeting up with Brandon's friends for drinks and dinner. And Melanie and TJ. I don't know. I'm so petty. I am so petty or I'm just pissed at this episode. But when I heard Brandon order a beer, I got physically upset when he was like, um, I think I'll do a Vienna lager. I was like, oh, like I want to punch you in the face right now. I don't know why that pissed me off. Why? So Vienna lager. Because uh, he was trying Is to Is it be- because he looks young? Yeah, I think it's he looks young. He's trying to sound cool. He's like. I think I'll do a Vienna lager. Shut up. So I looked up Vienna lager. I looked this <laughs> stupid beer up and it's from a brewery. I don't I forget what it's called. Devil's something. And it's described as this is our old faithful. It's the beer. Everybody just seems to dig. So basically the beer has no personality and Brandon has no personality. It's like, yeah, that's an average beer. And Brandon was like, yeah, I think I'll do the Vienna lager. Like, it really pissed me off. It really pissed me (laughs) off. I don't know why. I don't know why. (laughs) Well, I didn't go that deep. Do you like lagers? Sure, I'll take it. You do, right? I'll take it. A check check lager. A A check lager, I'll take. I'm a Pilsner girl. Oh, that's it. Check Pilsners, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know why it pissed me off, but it did. I don't know. It's just his face. So much so that I <sighs> can't even. I almost wow. did a whole segment. I almost did a whole segment about it, but I did. Almost like I'm pissed at Brandon and his beer choice, the segment. Yep, basically. But Julia's pissed too. She's not happy to be there. She doesn't like beer, any beer, and she doesn't like people. So she doesn't understand why Brandon would bring her to this place. And also, I don't buy that a brewery doesn't sell anything else but beer. Oh, don't say that. Please don't say that. Because I was about to do a whole rant about how dumb Brandon is. I was going to do a whole rant about how he said, I thought this place had cocktails. It has a bar. It was misleading. 
not cocktails, but every brewery has uh, a bottle or two of a che- of cheap wine they so, sell so to those true. who don't drink beer. That's so not true. It's different. Really? Li- it's different licenses. I think. I think. Don't okay. quote me. I think there are different liquor licenses if you want well, to sell beer or sell liquor. So in okay, I drink beer, so I never had an issue. But I always see when we go to a brewery, I always see people drink like some ladies. No, if we went to other things, if we went to that favorite brewery of mine by the beach that has that one beer that i really like okay they're not selling alcohol there you're not that's, you're not gonna oh, okay. tequila but they do have let's say they have app no, no no i never said tequila i'm just saying they always have two bottles of cheap red and white wine. oh that may that's a fair shout they may have wine there they may have wine there. i just said it mm, i was thinking liquor um no no no, no, no. oh totally not like but, breweries usually don't exa- sell liquor okay okay thank you for clarifying but this place looked like a hamburger stand like Brandon's like, I looked at the photos on Yelp and it had a bar and I figured they'd have cocktails. It's like, bro, this place had like two taps of beer. It looked like a hamburger stand. I don't like, oh, he <laughs> angers me so much. Right. And and Julia is pissed that Brandon's so excited to be there. And she goes, I guess Melanie likes beer. <laughs> like, that's why you'd come here. She must like beer. Brandon goes, and no. how little did we know that Melanie is the one who likes beer? Hello, oh, Melanie. TJ, not Wel- so welcome, much. welcome here. TJ's like Julie. What are you, oh, what are you drinking? Mike's hard iced tea. Oh, yeah, I'll, I'll take. Let's take two. Let's do two. Yeah. Be careful with those. Mike's I, hard lemonade. Uh, it's a killer. I just don't understand why Julia thinks every girl wants Brandon. Like nobody wants Brandon. No, Julia. Brandon doesn't open his mouth. He's a six at best. As soon as he does, negative two. Nobody wants Brandon. Okay, I'm gonna stop you right here because that's your opinion. But I that's feel your like opinion. Every that's your opinion. Op- opinion. Uh huh. All right. That's not my European. Oh, that's your opinion because every girl, if you're so in love with your boyfriend or a husband, right? Mm-hmm. You see him as the number one right regardless of nah, what he know. looks i think people i think people are realistic about their partners are you okay so what would you think about me you're a 10 you're a 10 Teresa. Thank so you. of course you are a 10 too absolutely absolutely but brandon is a six and well, in your eyes in your eyes yeah Again. all right peter gabriel yeah who's peter gabriel he wrote the song in your eyes Oh, <laughs> I'm sure Julia sees Brandon as the hottest guy around Virginia. And Dinwiddie, probably, because your other option is Ron and then the horse. So, yeah, probably. <laughs> but the horse is hanging, if you know what I'm saying. But I will say Julia is better looking than Melanie. I think Julia is better looking than Melanie. I don't. I totally disagree. Oh, you think Mel- let's keep what about going. TJ? TJ looked like he went to Target and tried to find a cool outfit because he knew he was going to be on TV. TJ looks like he's still in high school, so yeah. I don't know what to well, say about that. Well, that's why he didn't drink so. beer. He was like, I would love to drink beer. I steal my dad's beer, but uh, I'm 19, so I'll do a but nice But they've been together for like seven years. So. I know. I know. It's that elementary school love. But yeah, let's talk about it. They walk in. Four years. They walk in. Julia's like, oh, look at this girl, Melanie, with the hair and the makeup, like trying to look sexy for Brandon. And yeah, they start talking. And Julia's like, have you been to the farm before, Melanie? You ever been to the the farm? And Melanie has been to the farm. Wrong answer, Melanie. 
she's she says she's been to the farm. Well, it's like asking your childhood friend, like, have you? Right. If you ask some of my friends, like, have you been to Teresa's house? They would probably be like, yeah. Because right. we've all been friends since we were freaking kids. You banged Teresa? Is, you didn't ask if you played doctor. Never asked if you played doctor with Brandon. Said, have you been to the farm? But then she's, she she goes deep. She's like, oh, yeah, so many memories. Like, we used to raid your parents' liquor cabinet. We'd stay up all night and watch scary movies. Like, oh, yeah. Ooh. Oh, Julia uh, is hating this. And I feel like Melanie's, like, picking up on it. Yeah. And there was, like, one thing Melanie said that struck me. Okay. She said, Brendan definitely has a type. Like Julia, brown hair, thin, bossy. It's like, oh, I'm looking Melanie, at you. I'm looking at you, Melanie. Are you describing yourself? You, I don't know if she's bossy, but thin and brown hair. Are you looking in a mirror, Melanie? Yeah. Oh, I, I totally picked up on that. <laughs> good, good. Yeah, but Julia, she admits she's like, oh, I'm a jealous person. And I'm with Julia on this when she says, like, they shouldn't be talking about the past. I kind of agree. Like, not the first meeting when you meet this person don't start talking about inside jokes and inside stories try to be inclusive no i totally agree it's it's okay to touch up on it but you know within a minute or two but it should not be the point of the, the conversation right it should not be the main topic of conversation and it's okay if you you know you see someone you haven't seen in so long or someone you grew I, up with yes. and they make a reference right, 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 you cannot right. ignore it but i also almost wish that Brendan kind of explained it to her, well, to Julia. Julia. Let's see, I would explain it to you. I'm like, oh, this is what she's talking about. This is what happened. Real quick, let's talk about something else. And Julia kind of started it by saying like, oh, have you been to the farm? And she can be like, yeah, oh, I've, been totally. to the like, I've been to the farm. I grew up there, family, friends. She did start it. But she didn't need to be like, oh, I've been to the farm. Like, We used to raid your parents' liquor cabinet. Remember that time I had too many shots of Malibu and then I took my shirt off, Brandon? You remember that? But you don't, because you were <laughs> and the dirty, dirty Because you were blacked out on Alize. You remember that, Brandon? Yeah, it got a little too inside for me. But then Melanie, then Melanie starts rubbing me the wrong way even more because when she asks about their meeting story and how long they've known each other, well, first of all, Brandon doesn't do a good job of selling it because he's like, "We met, and you know, we were together." But then we had to make a decision quickly. And like, why give up on someone you could possibly spend your life together with? And it's like, that doesn't sound like that's not love to me. That's just no, like, it's not. But in the same not? time, you so OK, I agree with you. But in the same time, you don't know how these people feel because no one ha- told you you have 90 days to marry Teresa and figure out if you want to be with her. We had all the time we wanted. We we took almost two years to move in together. And, like we had the time. Unfo- and I hear what you're saying. I hear, fortunately. I hear what you're putting into this space right now. I hear you. I hear you on this. But like, I also would choose to verbalize it differently. I probably wouldn't tell Melanie. Like we had to make a decision quickly. So like possibly I could spend my life together with her. So let's try it. I would phrase well, also, it. I, I would phrase think- it differently. I would phrase it. True, but I don't think Brandon goes that far in his head. No, Brandon ordered a van of lager. <laughs> Fucking Brandon. I hate you so much, Brandon. <laughs> I don't hate him. I just... Oh, uh, he bores me so much. I don't hate well, him. He's a good laugh, do- but... As a couple, they used to not bore me. No, Ron and Betty. No, Ron and Betty used to entertain you, right. you, and they always bored you. 
They always bored you. Yeah, now when there is no Ron and no Betty. So boring. It's a little little snoozer. So Melanie, she must have ordered an IPA or something a little bit stronger than Brandon's boring beer because a a few sips in, she's like, I feel like you guys really rushed into things. Like, I feel like you really rushed. And and she even brings up how Julia could be using Brandon for a green card. Like, right to their faces. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they probably pre-gamed. They pre-gamed the meeting for sure. You guys know that we love shoots Creek, so I'm just going to say burn, Melanie. I don't even know if I get that reference. But I do love shoots Creek. She always, she always said it. The chick on shoots Creek. Oh. Uh... What's her name? At uh, it begins with an A. It was David and uh, her. Oh my gosh! Uh, Alexa. Alexis. Yeah, yeah. Alexis. Alexis. Yeah, yeah. Burn. Like, Burn, <laughs> David. I wish Alexis Even was David. at that meeting. It would have been way more interesting. Oh yeah. <laughs> but then, yeah, she <laughs> Melanie's like telling the camera, oh, I wanted to go into the meeting open-minded, but after seeing Julia's attitude, she was just like, you know, screw it. Like, I don't I don't really approve of Julia. I don't approve of her past career, her past life. And then Melanie it gets, sees so many red flags. So many red flags. And it, it gets very heated. It's very contentious. And Julia starts to freak out. She gets up and she walks out and here's my favorite part. Here's my favorite part of this segment. Brandon yelling out as Julia walks away from the table. The table. I just said I just said table like like on Shit's Creek, which is like like baby. Baby. It's like the table. When Brandon's when Julia's walking away from the table, Brandon's just like, why can't you just be normal? Why can't you be normal? Ooh. Oh, Ooh, burn, Brandon, burn. And so clear. I don't even know if I'm using this properly, but I love so it. So clearly, not a, like a thought that just came to him in the moment. That's clearly something he's been thinking about for a while. Why can't you just be normal? Because the way he just blurted it out was like, oh, okay, mm-hmm. that's been on the tip of your tongue for a while. I mean, listen, I would... If I introduced you to my friend, and I have, obviously, so this is just a hypothetical because my friends love you. But if I introduced you for the first time and you were acting like an idiot, mm-hmm. I would, and I would, I would think, oh you my gosh. You wouldn't yell like, it out. You wouldn't yell it. You would not verbalize it as I walked away from the table. If I walked away from the table upset and you said, why can't you just be normal? I would be like, no, 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 uh, but if this was not the first incident and it wasn't the first incident with Julia, I would I would probably never verbalize it like that because that's just not who I am. But if you had one Vienna lager, Teresa, who knows Ooh, what you'd who knows what I would you'd need, say? I would need like at least five. <laughs> who knows what you'd okay. say? Yeah. No, 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 but again. Brenda and Julia always argue over like she's jealous and she doesn't want him to meet anyone else. And so if that was the case, I kind of get it. Like Brendan just snapped. He just snapped. And also he sees the love of his life across from the table. And he sees <laughs> Melania. He sees Melania, Melania, aka Melanie. And he sees TJ ordering another Mike's hard iced tea and he's like, I could totally be with Melanie. I could totally win her over right now. And he's like, like it would be less drama. Yeah, it screw would be Julia. Cheaper. Yeah, my parents love Melanie. 
Like even after they found out she loves the farm. Even after even after they found out that like Melanie chugged Betty's Goldschlager, like they were still on good terms. Yeah, it would be so much easier. But so then Brandon chases after Julia. They go into the parking lot. Just more of the same. Like Julia feels like she's under attack. Brandon doesn't understand why she's upset. And it ends. The episode ends. That's it. I enjoyed it That's more it. talking. I enjoyed talking about it more than I enjoyed watching it. A hundred percent. But I also gonna tell you why. You ready? Because you we're know this. together. We are talking about it together. And we didn't yes, watch it together. And we didn't watch together. Yeah, exactly. Watch it together. And I I love when we watch together one or twice, usually twice. Mm-hmm. We chat about it. We exchange our thoughts and we And we hear each other's reactions. More, either yes. laughing or like Ugh, or like yeah. And it's so much more fun. I, it's like don't get me wrong, I watch ninety day religiously. Oh yeah. No matter Straight if I'm with veins. John or alone. But I love watching it with you. So it almost like I was kind of sad watching yeah. it alone. It felt uh, it felt inappropriate almost. Like I felt like I was doing something wrong. Right? Watching 90 without you. I I was commenting out loud and when I saw the swell <laughs> senior I'm like, oh look at this swell John, dog and John I looked next dog. to me but John wasn't there. Yeah. Well, next time. Next week. Next week we will I know. Be. Little, I know. We try not to do this remote thing too much, but sometimes it happens. And this is important. We need to record. We need to do this. We love talking about 90. We love giving you our thoughts. And that's why we do it. We could wait. Very sure, true. we could wait a week and release the episode a week after the fact. But nobody wants that. You'd rather deal with the alarm going off in my hotel room and listening to this on Monday than having to wait a week and having a clean recording. I know you guys. I know you dirty. Totally. Ni- you dirty 90 day lovers. I also think there are going to be a few glitches because of your hotel reception. Oh, you're going to blame it on me. You're going to blame totally it on me. I'm you because, listen, I'm I got home. Hilton, I got Hilton Honors. I am logged into Hilton Honors right now. And I got yeah, great. and I'm I'm on the internet. We pay money for so. Yeah. Well, yes, there was a moment or two where <laughs> one of us froze and the other person had to keep yeah. talking to try so to. So we apologize for that, guys. I don't know how it's gonna sound. Um, but thank you for we'll listening. See, but bear with us. Thank you. Bear it's with just us. once in a while. Just once in a while. Something different. Next week is just new. gonna be me and Joan together. Together, just holding hands the entire podcast like we normally like do. Like otters. <laughs> yeah. Like otters. Like, like otters. Like Sarah. otters, like Sarah. Like otters. We see you, Sarah, from the Pacific Northwest. Thank you for that review. Speaking of reviews, if you haven't left one, it would be awesome if you could. And while you're at it, make sure you subscribe to the podcast. Smash that subscribe button. Smash it like it does. And most importantly, follow us on Instagram because that's where we hang out all the time at 90 Day Crazy and Love on Instagram. And that's where you guys get all the news. You can message us. You can talk all to the us. updates. Sunday night live. Talk to us. Which we had to skip this us, past Sunday. We, we apologize for skipping it this past Sunday, but yeah, and we might have to skip next Sunday as well. Mm-hmm. Again, due to our travel yeah, uh, plans, know. but but we'll be recording together, absolutely, which is important because I feel like that's just the best. That's what we do. You and I are in the same room. Absolutely. We can hold hands, as you said. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> All right, guys, that's enough. Enough is enough. I'm just happy the alarm didn't go off again. I was very nervous it was going to. I was so, I, I get so <sighs> concerned when it comes to you because you, I mean, you're my husband, but you're also a baby. Here's what I think we're going to do. Here's what I think we're going to do. And I should not put this out there without reviewing what we have done, but 
we'll see. If you made it this far in the podcast, then it happens. Fantastic. If it doesn't, you'll never know. But there is video recording of this podcast. So maybe we just release this snippet where the alarm goes off and we're like, wait, what do we do? Should I leave? What do we, maybe we'll re- release that little snippet. Where, I was so worried. I don't even know gets, if I want you to. Where Teresa gets that. very worried for me. And we'll see. I just I started texting him like a crazy person. Yeah. Maybe. You you know, you scared me. You you said you basically were saying, Oh, I spoke to the house cleaners. It's yeah. all good. Well I went out and the next I went out well, the front the next, door and I said Yeah. There was there's housekeeping out and I said, like, is this legit? Should I leave? And she's like, Nah, if it was legit, like the whole building would be on like an alarm. Well, but the next message she sent me was, Oh fuck. Yeah, well, then it went off again. <laughs> I, but you didn't say it. You just said, oh, fuck. And I, I got so... My heart almost jumped out of my chest. Yeah. Well, well we're going to talk about this off the air. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. Let's wrap this thing up. Just sharing with I know. our friends. I forgot just for a sharing. second we're recording. And it kind of just feels like we're Zooming. But we're not. Okay. So that's all we've definitely said it all we've said enough we've said it all we've said enough we've said it all thank you guys for tuning in we will talk to you soon bye-bye bye-bye